A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, you guys, real quick, some good news from our friends at Doghouse Systems. They're going to keep a code live all year long just for this show to save you a little bit of money on an extra. Actually, quite a lot of money. The next time you buy a rig, any of the configurations, desktop configurations over at doghousesystems.com, you'll get a two terabyte NVMe SSD with your rig, no charge, on that extra drive. That's in addition to whatever drive is in there in the first place or whichever one you chose. Brand new, two terabyte SSD drive, super fast, every system sold for free. You just got to use the code CORE at checkout. That's CORE at doghousesystems.com. History took a different turn. Hello and welcome to CORE. This is CORE for January 18th, 2024. I'm Scott Johnson with uh, Bo Schwartz and John Jagger, and it's time for us to talk about the video games. Okay, that's what we do here. It's actually Hell kind yeah. of a, it's a big day. I recorded a new uh, third episode of the Greg Street Podcast where we talked a bunch about story and lore and starting from scratch for an MMO story and had this amazing uh, guy they got working over there on there to answer some questions. And then uh, Microsoft had an event, which we're going to talk about today. And then now this, this is a full day. Oh, and I had a morning things, show this morning. Uh, things going well over at Greg's studio. Yeah. Magic. Yeah, they're, they're uh, land. magical. <laughs> now you made fantastic me. Fantastic pixel land. No. Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic pixel magic castle. pixel castle in the sky. Close. Very close. Uh, they are doing great. They're in well into the prototype phase. They have a bunch of foundational story stuff already done and ready. Uh, you should listen to that new episode. I thought it was super enlightening, and uh, it's up now on the podcast feeds, and the, there's video and all that stuff, so you can check it out. I'm excited. Just been busy. I dig. I dig hearing what they're doing. I yeah, like pro- getting the perspective from this early. Yeah, 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 I'll be watching after the today's recording. Today, oh, very nice. So all right. Well, bet- between now and then, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about, including 
Uh, just a quick thing I wanted to mention. GTA 6 had a bit of a moment this week. It is now the second most viewed game trailer of any game content on YouTube. Oh, wow. Jumped to second. Now, you might say, oh, that's interesting. What did it jump over? Well, Minecraft was uh, was second for a long time. GTA 6's trailer is now ahead of that. Guess what still has it beat and probably won't get beat? Skyrim? <laughs> nope. G- a Google Play trailer from 2012 for a mobile game called Subway Surfers. That's still number how one. That, how did that happen? I don't know. I mean, 2012. Oh, wait. I think it's jacked a little bit. What, I'm- do, you, what do you mean? Subway Surfers is there's a meme with Zoomers, you know the young folk, yeah, the anti-boomers, sure, that they can't actually watch a video without Subway Surfers playing also in the video. Is that true? As well as like other thing, yeah, because like everyone young has too much ADHD to just sit and watch a boring ass video. Like this video would kill them, like our core video right now. Oh, they couldn't do this. So, yeah. so but they could do it if you put like a little uh, box overlay of Subway Surfers. That's the game that's oh. memed about always, always Subway Surfers. So I don't think people are watching it. I think people are using the clip to make their streams more interesting to the Zoomers. Which counts as a play where every time they go pull Yes, it exactly. Or, uh, you know what, yeah. Bo? I'm really impressed with how plugged in you are to in the youth. Zoomer culture. Look yeah. at that. Yeah. I yeah. learned today. I have too. Yeah. I feel like yeah. the Zoomers so, owe you a debt of gratitude for being I think their I think their, their, view, their view count is sus. People are not watching Subway Surfers because... Oh, what a sweet game, man. Remember when that trailer, like, I go back and watch the Skyrim trailer. Like, I'm just like, damn, that trailer just, like, made me feel things and still does. Yeah. That's not what, that's not Subway Surfers. No. Subway Surfers is, it's, it's meme. It's, it's an meme en- it's an endless runner. It's not even a very good one. Um, And 2012 is a long time ago, but I think you're probably right. Still, from a technical standpoint, the view count is higher. If you get into the weeds, you realize, well, the context is why it has so many views, and you're totally right about it. But yeah. if we're just looking at numbers, also currently number one, Subway Surfers out twenty twelve, right? Yeah. This, and so, I think you need to go like a view per. I think you need to break it up some way. It's like it's got ten years on the other trailer. <laughs> like what? It, you know what the hell? Like, yeah, yeah, that's true. It's also kind of crazy. So you know, I'm pretty sure GTA. What's the numbers? What's the numbers for the? Oh, first one? Uh, shoot! I forgot to grab those. I can tell you real quick here. It is thirty-five whoops. million for Subway Servers official trailer. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's a lot. Um, and, whoops! And, where's uh, the news article? There GTA it is. GTA Six trailer is. Uh, let's see. Number one. Number two. Wait up. Here we go. Sixty-nine million. Hundred and wait. That can't be That's, right. Hundred. Okay. Here we go. Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer surpassed that of every other popular franchise on YouTube, uh, which is Minecraft, with a whopping 168 million views. The trailer for Grand Theft Auto 6 has become the second most viewed trailer of all time behind the trailer for Subway Surfers, a mobile game. Um, Let's see. Following the footsteps of the massive mobile success was Temple Run the year before. Uh, Since then, Subway Surfers has managed to maintain relevancy across mobile storefronts, and its trailer has earned a whopping 361 million views on YouTube. So oh, that's it's a, weird because my I googled it or not, I searched it in YouTube, and it says Subway Surfers thirty five million. It must be a different one then. There must be another one on there. I would. Oh, that's here it crazy. is. I found it. It is. Uh, yep, here it is from eleven years ago. Three hundred and sixty one million. This is the. I'll send you the link. But yeah, Subway. I've played Subway Surfers. It's bad. It's a bad game. I don't like it. No, it's only the views are for a meme, so I feel like this should be disqualified. 
Yeah. They even turn comments oh, off on this thing. You'd have to with 361. Jeez. Can you imagine the comments? Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, your next uh, closest thing is the Grand Theft Auto trailer at $169 million. So there's a big, big leap between those two. Anyway. Comments are turned off on this one. That's oh, crazy. Yeah. Hell, yeah. I think even the Grand Theft Auto one has no comments now. Let me see. Nope, it has comments. It's up to the publisher. They can... You decide. You two I don't know. I, I would give it to Grand Theft Auto 6. I right. disqualify Subway Surfers. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Just forget those numbers. Uh, I, th- I mean, I think you make a good argument. You know. I mean, it's what, 2012? So... Uh, 11 years. 12, 12 years. 12 year trailer. Yep. Are, there's more to the story than people just going back and clicking on this sweet trailer. This trailer is just, uh, it's not good. Yeah, no. Like, even if the game is success, wildly successful, made a ton of money, like nobody. I, I We've been doing covering gaming content for years. Nobody's like, you know what? What I miss, man? Subway Surfers. You know, like no, no one talks about it ever. Like it's a joke. The fact that they have has these views. Well, like, maybe so they hit their three hundred and sixty million in the first year, and the other million came over twelve years of time. Do you know what I mean? Or eleven years? So maybe yeah, the, maybe it's one of those deals where long tail, big burst up front. I don't know. Also, you know, well, I don't really know, but you know how mobile games operate, right? Yeah. If you play for free, you get sent ads in order to be able to continue playing. So it's possible there's some embedding shenanigans going on with a game like Subway Surfers versus you know Grand. No one's no one's embedding GTA Six trailers in your your mobile game, right? That's so good I don't know. Good point. It's it, possible. Yeah, it's pulling the VOD from YouTube in some way. It'd be a little weird saying. since it's wide format and not tall like the game but i don't know i just know there's shenanigans i don't i can't prove it <laughs> but my gut is this is shenanigans it should be disqualified De- detective schwartz has, has dis- made a call yeah, here. games detective <laughs> <laughs> oh we should have a little theme for that or something and go games yeah, detective. I, as soon as i said it i'm like you know there's like an idea here i'm i'm the games detective yeah and we take like stuff in the games business <laughs> that seems a little far-fetched or we don't have good proof of or somebody we think made it up and we let Bo. Do a little, yeah. you know, little. I'll get like a Dixon Hill costume. Yeah. You know? Only if we can play the unsolved mysteries theme behind it. Okay, I'm in. You know me. I'm happy to pull that clip. Let's do it. <laughs> I want more of a big band vibe. Not, you know, unsolved. Oh, unsolved mysteries is cool. I thought you were doing X Files. How about mind. this? No, right here. no. That's we play X Files when I really have a stupid hat. idea. Yeah. yeah. How about this? <laughs> no, play unsolved mysteries. Oh, this won't work. <laughs> that's the all we want to hear. Darn it. The dame came in complaining about Mario. Yeah. But this is still no too way happy. Mario is that popular. Yeah, season. there's no way Mario is the most popular trans- or, uh, platformer of all time. And then Bo has to go to investigate and find out. Her name was Peach. She walked in that day. She wore a lot of pink, see? Yeah. Is what you'd say. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, there's that. That's fun. Here's our big story, though, today. Uh, Microsoft Developer Direct happened today, and uh, I'm actually looking forward to... There's some Sony stuff coming up. We got another Nintendo Direct coming up. I'm looking forward to covering more of these as they happen. Um, I really wanted to do a live view of it today, but I just I got busy with the Greg stuff and didn't have time. They, they scheduled it, un, uh, unfortunately, I think, on the timing, for me anyway. But uh, we learned a little bit about five specific dev teams and the games they're working on, specifically single games they're working on. They may have multiple projects. I don't know. But but the games, well, we know they do because uh, Obsidian has definitely got more than one game in the works. But they talked about 
Obsidian Entertainment's Avowed, which I was very excited to see. Ninja Theory's uh, Senua's Saga Hellblade 2. We've seen a little of that here and there. Didn't expect this, but Square Enix showed off Visions of Mana. Might be the one on the list I'm most excited about. We'll talk about that in a minute. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oxide is working on Aura History Untold, which looks like a very cool Civ-like uh, made by uh, Oxide or a bunch of ex-Civ people who started a new studio. So that looks really interesting. And then Machine Games, with uh, known for the, the newer um, uh, Wolfenstein games, Wolfenstein games, however you choose to say it. They're making that Indiana Jones and the Great Circle game for Bethesda. And let's talk about each one of these real quick here. Um, the Obsidian Entertainment Avowed game is probably of this list, at least tied with Visions of Mana, if not slightly eking it out for me because I really like Obsidian Entertainment. They've yet to make a game I didn't like. And Avowed looks like their stab at kind of, not Skyrim, but a first-person uh, action-oriented deep RPG. The Skyrim comparisons are going to be hard not to make. And of course, no, I think that's I think that's what it looks like. You know, they've yeah. uh, Obsidian. A lot of people know them from kind of doing the you know one-off sequels to things like mm-hmm. that. Seemed that was their bread and butter for a time. Like, hey, we have Knights of the Old Republic. Someone's doing a sequel. It's Obsidian. Hey, yep. here's Fallout Three. Someone's doing a sequel. Oh, that's Obsidian. Like yeah, they did Dungeon you know, Siege Three too. <laughs> like oh, yeah, they, they have a. <laughs> They have a long pedigree of being, and here's who's going to be handling the sequel. And now they're kind of, uh, they're getting more and more time and attention to kind of make their own thing. One thing they've never done, uh, they like I said, they did Fallout New Vegas, which was the follow-up to Fallout 3. Now kind of following the Bethesda formula again in terms of like an Elder Scrolls title. Um, we got this, and I thought the world and the art and uh, the way the game looked in general was very, very good. I still think the combat looks bad. I don't think it looks uh, bad. I just think it looks unremarkable without me. I need to play it the same. That's the and that's what it comes down to. Like I, I am only commenting visually. Um, but from what I've seen of the combat. It looks very unimpactful. It looks like a swing your sword at a thing and it goes, oh, you're like, oh, (laughs) I guess I hit it. Um, I don't think the combat looks good. Now, this was an this was a similar issue with uh, one of their other games. I'm trying to remember the name. What was their space game? Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. Love that. You were doing a melee build in Outer Worlds. Love that game. It had the same kind of combat issues. It didn't really feel felt a lot of times like you were just swinging your weapon at something and it didn't really resonate. It wasn't as big of a problem because guns were more prevalent in that world, Yeah, but it was definitely noticeable there as well. And I love outer Worlds. So the, whether or not this holds the game back, I don't know. We're going to have to see, but based on the trailer, I thought everything about the game looked pretty good, except I do have some concerns about how the combat and gameplay works. My very first thought was, John will be happy about how brightly colored this place is. It yeah. is colorful. I love, I love, it's got color. Yeah. I was shocked. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. I, yeah. You're not used to that in these he's things. He's describing a barren wasteland and then he wants the color of where it's not barren wasteland to pop. What? Yeah. We're not going to just go muted browns across the whole thing because we're edgy. Yeah. 
Amazing. And the people, Amazing. there's like a bunch of shark people or something. The the characterizations are different than just regular old fantasy tropes, I thought. Uh, it wasn't like orcs and elves and stuff. They're like weird combos of things. This guy's got way too many teeth in this video right here. And I'm, I'm into it. I'm into whatever he's selling. Uh, Bo, thoughts, feelings, impact on you at all here? Um, John pretty much summed it all up. It looked pretty sweet, but uh, I wasn't I wasn't stoked about the combat. It doesn't mean it's bad. It just I didn't look at it and go like, "Whoa!" Yeah, it's kind of like, "Okay, like we'll see." Maybe a little slow and stilted the combat. Maybe that's what jumped out at me. And I, you know, I'll admit the strength of my favorite Obsidian games were never the combat. My favorite game they ever did was Fallout New Vegas, and the combat's really just Fallout Three combat, and it's okay. It's fine. Um, well, I think part of the disconnect is sometimes they do these trailers like we want to make sure we show everything clearly. So we're going to play this game in a way that nobody plays them. Right. Because they're doing it deliberately to demonstrate how things work, which is like maybe a good and a bad thing. I don't know. When you play, you see a Diablo trailer or just gameplay, you see like them using all the abilities kind of resembles a lot of how you're going to play it. Mm-hmm. So the way they're playing, like, you know, it being very stilted, it's like, here's an attack, here's an attack, here's shield up. It didn't really feel like I was getting, it felt like I could be misinterpreting this because they're just demoing how the moves work and not really playing the game. Yeah, so, it felt very safe. Um, I agree yeah. with that. I don't know. We may see more uh, before the fall, but fall is the release window, and this is the first time we've had a release window for the game since they originally announced it. So uh, get excited, I guess, for that uh, sometime this fall. And I have to say, overall, uh, we'll get to the rest of these games. But I liked this. I liked the style of this thing, the whole presentation. I liked the idea of walking down the halls of these offices of these devs and really focusing on them and letting them tout their games. Hmm. and talk about this stuff it wasn't microsoft going we've also got this other game that we're making someone make or you know it's not like we're they didn't overlord this thing they just kind of let everybody showcase their own stuff and did it in a really nice i thought stylistic way and lots of behind the scenes footage getting a soda in the background that was funny that actually cracked me up little moment there Um, an interview guy's like i'm thirsty i'm working i don't care that you're doing it yeah i thought that was great that was great. That was, that was the Ara guys. Yeah, was that the odds? That's right, the, the Ara guys. Yeah. And, he, and then when that guy was Bob's done, like, he goes, yeah, that, that's Bob. We started the company in his basement or whatever. And Yeah. I'm going to say of the environments we saw, the dev environments, I feel like this was a great advertisement to work at Oxide. <laughs> that company looks like they just want to have a good time. Yeah. Like, and make an awesome game. Like, not just party. Like, they also want to have a good time. But, it, like. Yeah. <laughs> it it felt not exactly super corporate structured and it didn't feel like absolute chaos. It just seemed like they were having fun. Yeah. I like that kind of thing. I like, I just like the, maybe it's this Greg street stuff that gets me in the mood for it, but I just like a feeling of here's what we're doing. We're reg- Hey, we're pe- we're people. Here's an artist working on some stuff. It didn't feel, it didn't feel forced or made up. It just felt like a good, a good look at what it's like making games. And I don't know. I like that kind of thing. So more of that, Microsoft. This is more interesting to me, even though I like Phil Spencer. I don't need to just listen to him or you guys go on and on about, we know you gamers. Are there re- we don't need that. Yeah, yeah. It was nice not to hear any of that shit. That's true. I think that's my big takeaway is they didn't do like that, and I like that. So yeah. more of that, please. 
Uh, Ninja Theory showed off more of Senua's Saga Hellblade 2. I still haven't played the original. I owned it forever. I don't know what my deal was with that thing. But um, this one was fine as far as it's nice to see people at Ninja Theory. It's nice to get this kind of look in the behind the scenes and all of that. But I didn't feel like they told us or showed us really anything new. It was all stuff they've talked about before, and they've already kind of done some pretty in-depth stuff at other events for this game. So yeah, it was just I mean, there's only apparently the game's going to be pretty short, so they can't really show that much of that. Just showing the whole game, I guess. Yeah, yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point, right? Like, (laughs) yeah, like, and they even said it in the trailer. Like, it's you're, you're in this presentation they're going for. Um. Less like hours in the game, more quality per hour, I guess, is the deal. Yeah, something like so, that, which is interesting. Yeah. But, you know, hearing that the girl that does the performance capture for her, I think she's amazing. So it's always fun to hear what she has to say. But we've had that before, um, showing off the engine and how insane these visuals are. We've had that before. They just didn't really get, we didn't get anything really super new here. Um, yeah, but I feel, you know, I this felt like a... We already know all this, but you know no, I, get why, you're, I get why you're. I get why you're showing yeah. it off. I get what you're doing, but it it feels like such a known quantity here that like, you know, it, it didn't feel like much. Yeah, and it may end up being the game of the year. I don't know. It looks insane, but I just you know whatever. It was hard to get excited. It was, However, there was a lot yeah. of like uh, it was a lot of like this game is good and this is why rather than talking about the nerdy stuff. You know. I, yeah, they didn't get in as much of the the weeds like uh, Obsidian did. This thing comes out on May twenty first, by the way, so it's soon ish, uh, yeah. pretty soon. Well, it's probably gonna be. This is a Game Pass deal too, right? So it's, you know, yeah, another Game. A lot Pass. of people are probably gonna get a chance to play this and have some fun with it. If the rumors are true that uh, Microsoft's working out deals to publish on Nintendo and Sony platforms, you may get to play this on your PS five as well. I don't know. No. Oh. Sweet. Just just rumors, but maybe they'll come true. Uh, this one is a weird one because I shouldn't be the one liking this. Um, but I really like the Mana series, the 16-bit games, and I played the remake recently. It was on PlayStation Network's uh, PlayStation Plus. What was it called? Something of, Trials of Mana, the remake of that. Yeah. And this looks very much like in that vein of that remake, uh, except there's a brand-new game called Visions of Mana first new game for the series in 15 freaking years yeah. so i was a bit confused because at one point he said there were 17 mana games oh that's so a, still that doesn't sound 15. right is that right wow yeah 15? there's wow that's if that's true and they're reflecting on the past bit yeah i mean they might not all have been na releases but uh he did they did go through the list of titles right like yeah i'm, I'm looking at about yeah one i minute. mean like some have been called Final Fantasy Adventure, like it's had some rebrandings here and there. Because there was a Final um, Fantasy, not spin-off, Final Fantasy Adventure, yeah, Secret Final of Mana, Fantasy Adventure, Secret Trials of Mana, Trials, Mana Dawn, Legend Visions. of Mana, yeah, Sword of Mana, yeah, Children of Mana. When when was Trials? Friends of Mana. Of Mana. Shut up! <laughs> I don't know. They just showed the t- Dawn of Mana. This well, is in their trailer. Mobile, that's a mobile game. There's DS Heroes games. Heroes of Mana. Yeah. So Circle of Mana. <laughs> Hang on. Rise of Mana. Yeah. Adventures of Mana. The Taste of Mana. Collection of Mana. Yeah. Lots of Secret mana. of Mana. I guess that's a remake. Trials of Mana remake. Yeah. Trials Legend of, of remake. Mana remake. 
Echoes of Mana. I can't remember if I'm in remakes now or not. Mo Mana, yeah. Mo Problem. Mo Mana. Yeah, but <laughs> I got. I mean, it still manas. might be true that they haven't yeah. had an original one in 15 years. So I don't. I'm not trying to contradict you. I just know they they said seven. They did for sure say 17 releases with the under the Mana. Or yeah, may, it must be original stuff because this is a brand new everything. This is a new game in the series. No remake. No uh, remaster. No transfer from another platform port or any of that. Yeah, I mean, like, you can go off of, I'm looking at just the Mana series, the Wikipedia, and it does seem to differentiate, I don't know how much they do versus, you know, what Wikipedia is showing, but they do show main series versus spinoffs. So, in the main series, the last game was Dawn of Mana, December 21st, 2006. Jeez. Okay, wow. Um, And then there are spinoffs, and... Is spinoffs and phone games certainly like Echoes of Mana, April twenty seventh of twenty twenty two, which was I an mean, Android iOS game. Yeah, so yeah. I think that might be where it gets a little muddied. Is uh, once you start looking at spinoffs and stuff. I just would like to report that in the YouTube comments for this, that Scourge says this looks bussin'. Bussin'. <laughs> <laughs> See again, you're a people of the Z's. Yeah. You're you're man of the Z's, dude. You're bringing in their voice. You're you see them. Bo sees you, Generation Z, with your bussin'. Yeah, yeah your- this looks bussin'. I'm like, I don't, it looks good. I agree, but I don't know if it looks bussin'. What, what the hell? I'm still not sure what bussin' means. I'm, I'll admit uh, yeah, it. I mean, like, I, well, I think it's like bustin', so like, like great. Bustin' movin', like, like great. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, what else? I mean, it's no different than me saying, this looks badass, right? This looks busted. Uh, so. It looks Let's good. Go to the Urban Dictionary here. Yeah, don't awesome. go three definitions down. Just do the first one because the third what one would, down is always something. What you would say if something was really good? I okay. didn't know your mama could cook this good. Yeah, her food be busting. Yeah, I hate it. I hate yeah. it. <laughs> I don't like hearing it at all. Whatever. Everyone, every generation has this stuff. I get it. We did. I will say. Everyone has oh, their that's stuff. an interesting one. That's don't look at those. Don't look at those. But it was more racist. Yeah, don't fine. go down the list. You never. That's the trick with Urban Dictionary. The first one's usually right. Uh, the the, the world. bottom one here is good. Busted. The worst word ever made. Okay, well, <laughs> that one I agree with. Oh, Stfu Scott's still contributing for. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I put that in last dictionary. week. Thanks, Topaz ninety nine. Many is, of us uh, agree. Can you check? Look, look up GERP. G E R P. Is it still? Is the what's the number one one? I just wonder if it's still there. I haven't looked in a long time. Gerp. The best orc hunter of all time in World okay. of Warcraft. Still there. Yeah. Sweet. Leave it up there, baby. Uh, I didn't put it up there. I don't know who did. Anyway, moving on. Let's go. Okay. So, well, I did want to say this. Well, so, first of all, I didn't expect Square Enix to be here in this event. I think that's great. Yeah. Uh, it's good for Microsoft. It's not, you know, this isn't Final Fantasy 16's now coming to the thing. It wasn't like that, but it was Well, we was already nice. have that. But Yeah, we already have that. That's a good point. Well, not on Xbox, we don't. So that's what I was thinking. Yeah, they've said, right? Like, Four, they've 14, said yes. Coming, not, right? not 16, as far as I know. 14, oh, yes. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of the PC version. I'm thinking of the PC version. Oh, okay. Yeah, you might be. Which uh, is happening. But this looks rad, and um, it's coming summer. And they didn't say whether it was on Game Pass or not. I doubt it. I'm it pretty looks- sure I've told this before, but um, Secret of Mana was a first video game obsession of mine. And I... Uh, I marked up a rental copy of Secret of Mana. I put a little Sharpie mark on the rental copy because they had two at the the place we rented games from, and I wanted to make sure that I could get the one with my save on it. Yeah. 
Um, because that's how video games used to work, everybody. Before memory cards and all that, when it saved on the cartridge, if you were renting it, which was also a concept, um, you, I needed to make sure I got the right one. So I sharpied just a little line, like an oops, but not you're going to get in trouble for it, so that I would know. Um, and then I hatched perhaps the greatest scheme of all time. I, uh, I got a diary. <laughs> And I wrote in the diary oh my multiple gosh. days in a row. Yeah. And I think I even backdated some to like really sell that this has been an interest for a long time. <laughs> and every entry was about Secret of Mana and how much I liked it, how much I wished I could play it, and how sad I was if I couldn't rent it or they didn't have it. I'm distraught. No, and, you should have bought it. You know, and I you just buy it. bunch mm. of entries. And then I started just leaving the diary around the house. So that your parents would oh. see this. Yeah. yeah. Did they see it? Did they read it? They bought it for me eventually. Oh, so I think, I think they, they definitely saw it. I think they saw it. It took a while, though. It was not, it was not an easy-to-acquire video game by the time I wanted it. So I think they had to do some searching for that one. I played that with the, four player, with the four-player adapter because it was one of the few adventure games where you could get three players all at the same That's time. That's true, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, that was that was actually pretty impressive. And I bought I bought too many multiplayer adapters because you could for certain games, but it would end up being the only game you'd play with it. <laughs> kind of what a waste. But anyway, well, the, uh, yeah. The other funny thing about it though is it's also one of those classic like early versions of like yes, the game is technically multiplayer, but you have to play so much of that video game before the other characters join your party <laughs> and multiplayer works. Yeah. So I remember when I finally got the game, I was like, guys, we can play this together. And I was like, now, sit there and wait. I will eventually have other people in my party and you can control them. And it's like many hours into the story when they finally show up. And so everybody's just watching. It like, is, when do we get it to is play? Weird. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. I mean, I assume this one's going to let you do it from the get-go. But my question is, John, with your little scheme, yeah. did you... Uh, did you ever have anybody overwrite or delete your save? Because that could yeah. that could have easily happened. So did that happen? It did. It did. And I, I saw someone say, always save in the last spot. I did try that. I had somebody, somebody clearly returned it and just deleted everything before they returned it. Real uh, chaos. Oh, what a monster. Yeah, because I got my marked up copy for rental and none of the saves were on it anymore. That makes me sad. Makes me sad for little Johnny. You know, yeah. Well, I probably wrote about it in my. (laughs) You probably. Do you still have this diary? No, I don't think so. I don't. I'll have to see if my parents still have it. I can read you all my all my longings for uh, Secret of Mana to be in my life. We'll have we'll have Dear Martha's for weeks, man. If you have that somewhere, we should do it. Is this? We don't know for sure if this is multiplayer, do we? The new one? No, I don't know, actually. I assume it is just because they've featured that in the last remake. Oh, but we should multiplayer it. Oh, I'd play, I'd play this. Let's play it. If it was multiplayer, it'd be so great. Yeah. Mm, it looks cool. Like I, I was like, oh, I'm not sure. I haven't played a man in a while. I think like I could see myself playing this if it's fun. They're, yeah. my, they're my favorite uh, Square Enix games. Aren't they original Enix, though, these? Or maybe no, I have they're Square. Are they're they always square? square? Okay. Yeah. Squaresoft. Um... Anyway, that's Visions uh, of Mana. Will be PC. Yeah. Oh, it will be. PC. It was yeah. It says available on Xbox Series X, S, and PC. Okay, cool. And maybe more after that. We'll see. 
Uh, Oxide is the place we all want to work and buy soda. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, he didn't buy it. It looked like he just went in and got one. Yeah, that seemed all right. Uh, Ara, and, uh, or is that privilege? Am I saying it right? Ara? It's not Ara, right? A R A. Ara, history oh, no. untold. See, so these guys are a bunch of, like I said, X. Civ 6 developers, lots of other tactical turn-based sort of devs. And uh, this is their first big boom with this game called History Untold. And it's basically uh, a Civ-like, but way deeper. Kind of has a weird simultaneous turn-based system. Kind of hard to explain, though. We'll get to that in a second. But they have what they call a living world, which is this procedurally generated alternate Earth with like animal life and other stuff happening on it that evolves over time. Uh, on its own, whether you do anything with it or not. Uh, there are mechs, there are crafting systems. They go from ancient times all the way up to what look like future building times. And uh, it looked pretty good. and comes out this fall also and will be uh, controller ready as well. So console people should be happy, or even if you prefer it on PC with a controller, you'll have that. Um, this announcement was really interesting for me because it was like, there's like a wave of interest and disinterest as I went through it. They're like, Hey, here comes a strategy game. And it's like, okay, tentative because I, I like the turn-based stuff, but I tend to not like the real time. It's like, hold on. And they start showing it and I'm like, Oh, it looks cool. And they start talking about the living world. I'm like, all right, great. I'm in. And then they go, we have a crafting system. And I went, I'm out. Yeah. You don't care about that. I got to play a game with a, Gosh dang crafting system. Yeah, and then they go bad. And then mm. they go simultaneous turn-based system. And I was like, that's a neat idea. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm back in. And then they uh and then they showed they were like, you know, there was a real problem with uh random cougars just eating villagers, but we've toned that down. And I went, sounds like something you should have gotten rid of. That sounds <laughs> awful. I'm back out. And then I was like, oh, but remember there's mechs in it. And I'm like, oh, that's good. I'm back in again. Uh, I think this looks really neat. I think this looks great. I think ultimately this is going to be uh, one I play. I I I feel like there's very few sim games I play deep, like through it. But I have love you played playing so many of them. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. you played a ton of Civ games, five yeah. and six. I know yeah. Scott has. I even remember Scott got me into Civ on the final score even before I ever played it. Oh really? Oh, I think wow. it was like five was my first one, and I remember you didn't know me then. I was no. just looking at the final score, and you were like, "Blah blah blah, civilization. It's so good, so yeah. good, so good." So that good. would have been like, Civ right. five at the time, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know, you were right. I bought it and played it a ton. Yeah, Civ's great. Civ six continues to be great. I do, I do kind of like the idea of a, of a, of a, you know, let's stir it up a little. Let's do something a little different. There have been some attempts to do that. They have kind of not. I won't say outright failed, but some of them haven't worked out great. Uh, this seems like a. This I seems think like, people have their preferences too. When you have so many Civ entries, and like two did this great, but four sucked because it didn't have the thing two had, and six kind of barely had. Or you know, you get into the real weeds about which one's the best one. I'm like, uh. Yeah, no, you're right. You know, this looks like but, it has some stuff though, and then you know to know that these are X, even Civ six people who've been fresh off the genre. I don't know. That makes me that makes me think this could be special. So I we, love we the way see. it looks like the game world looks and showing like different seasons and stuff like that is really compelling to me. Yeah. As somebody that just immediately gets uh, all giggly when you add snow to something that's familiar, it's like, oh, but it's snowed. I'm like, oh, it's magic. <laughs> like uh, seeing that in the map 
I like it map all- level. I'm like, oh, that's cool. What an what an incredible thing. Yeah. It also seems like it's getting away from hex based. It looks like it's a little more dynamic than just a hex grid. Like, yeah, yeah. hard to say Which, how exactly because it looks like there's still a view where you're getting sectioned off in a way, but I, it's definitely not normal hex. You know, yeah, well, if they're something. doing simultaneous movement, maybe they don't need the hexes as much. Like if you're not going to, if you're not going to be locked to a hex on a turn-based thing. Maybe they find they can do more freely, uh, you know, as far as movement and whatnot. Yeah. I don't know. I'm play it, about play it. it more like a 40k tabletop game where it's a distance thing and not hex thing, you know, because when you watch people play 40k, they pull out tape measures and other measuring devices. <laughs> yeah. They're like, well, I can go four inches that way or I can go a hundred inches that way or whatever. Maybe this is like that with some sort of virtual movement stuff and, or where can you build thing that just gets rid of the hex and says, well, instead, you know, you can move this far, whatever those units are. I don't know if you call those action points or what in this, but it looks neat. looks real good. Yeah. So I, I always get concerned with strategy games though. Like they, the just one more turn has been a real issue in my life. There have been multiple callouts of work and probably school mm. that was caused yeah. by my illness was that I didn't go to bed because I didn't stop playing Civ. Yeah, that's an illness. <laughs> that's a legit illness. Sure. You know. It's a mental illness, yeah, but sure. A, 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 well, yeah, exactly. Bad decision making. Like, I can't come to work today. I'm suffering from bad decision making. Yeah. My dopamine levels are low and... uh <laughs> I need I need George Washington to beat these Aztecs. So I'll I mean, see you, you know, work wants you to be, be there all the damn time. They'll live. They can. It's true. Know. It's like yeah. I just well, remember you have to be that. there two hundred fifty days a year. You know, it's just like it wasn't oh, well, even forbid, that. I take two days off because I played a video game. <laughs> the issue is that it wasn't even that long ago. Like I think it's the current version of Civ. <laughs> yeah. I think there was a a night where I was playing it, and the thing that snapped me out of like oh. I got I got to do something was my morning alarm. Oh my gosh, dude. Went, oh jeez. I'm supposed to be at work I, in an hour. The, that is the alarm to wake up. I haven't gone to bed yet. That's a nightmare. Well, mm-hmm. I guess I'm calling in sick. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to try and power through this one. I did that for Dreamcast launch day. I had a sick day for that. Like a weirdo. <laughs> Like, what's the matter? Oh, I just don't, you know, it's not feeling, I don't know what it is. It's just, a, you know, it's not feeling great. They caught the Shenmue. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. I got a bad case of the Shenmue. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a launch game, though, so I would have, they would have caught me. But, um, oh. and also thought it was the most boring video game I've ever played. Come at me, Shenmue fans. I know you love your series. I get it. That's great. Shenmue won, and I tried to, bored me to tears. Couldn't play, play those games. Go but. play Yakuza. Yeah, Yakuza. Like, I've said this before, too. I think that Yakuza is the natural evolution of what Sega started with Shenmue in terms of yeah. an open world, third person, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's really innovative for what it was, but it was boring as shit. Yakuza is not. So, Shenmue, if Shenmue was as fun as Yakuza games, I'd be all over. Let's get four and five out, six, start working on seven. But they don't Sector do that. Sector seven in the chat. I have to call this out. Says now he will get two nasty emails. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. I I, I don't want to. I don't want to make it sound like I. If people like Shenmue and there are plenty of people to do, I'm stoked for you. For me, they were just really too slow and methodic. It was like walking through mud. I couldn't do it. <laughs> anyway, 
Uh, final game in today's announcement. That's the other thing I liked about the event today was it was nice and short. Uh, they didn't spend too much time pontificating. And that was Machine Games with the long-awaited uh, or hopefully long-awaited details on Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. It's actually the first time we've gotten the full title. Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. Um, they, uh, let's see, it's first person. I just want to point something out before we get in the weeds on the game. Go. Let me talk about something that is not connected to the game at all. Go for it. My favorite detail about this announcement was that while they're talking about the rich history of Indiana Jones, they go, it starts with Raiders of the Lost Ark. And they put up the logo for Raiders of the Lost Ark. And then they kept talking about like, and over all of his many adventures, and then the logo changes to the Temple of Doom logo. And then the logo changes to Raiders of the Lost Ark, or I'm sorry, The Last Crusade. And I I was like, I was gearing up to be sad. I was like, "Mm." And then they they shifted away. They only showed and talked about three Indiana Jones movies, and I was so happy. I was like, maybe this game would be good. Yeah. <laughs> the developers only showed logos for three of the movies. Yeah, but maybe this is gonna be awesome. Maybe it'll be okay. I was, you know, what really impressed me. I shouldn't be that impressed because he's really good at imitations. People just don't hear him that often. But Troy Baker is playing Indiana Jones and he does a killer Harrison Ford impression. It's, it's really good. It's really good. Like legitimately good. You can the tell it's not is, him. But. The only issue is that I know it's Troy Baker. Like I could hear, I could hear him, but it's one of those things. It's like when you have a friend that does a really good impression, mm. you're like, Oh, they're so good at that. But you also recognize that it's your friend. Yeah. Um, it's that, it's that problem, but it is, it is extraordinarily good. Yeah, it's fantastic. If you haven't heard the trailer, heard him talk. I should have grabbed some, and I didn't. But it's very good. Uh, it's a shooter. It's, again, made by the Wolfenstein people. They did the recent ones. Uh, those first couple were incredible. That one with the daughters was bad, so I'm a little worried about that. But whatever. Um, they've been working on this for a while. It looks pretty. It looks like it's got the you know, spirit of what makes Indy great. As long as there ain't no time travel or crystal skulls, I'm in. Uh, so sign me up. We'll play that game. Oh, and it's got, uh, I should mention, it's first person. So you're whipping in first person. And, uh, you know, it's a shit. Yeah, that was the thing that I was initially iffy about, but I think they sold me on. Yeah. Like, when I started seeing first person stuff, that was like a red flag. A little, uh-oh. I don't, I don't know about this. And then... <laughs> As they showed, like, no, you want to look at the tombs, like, you want to see the bugs and the rats, and you want to be in it. And I was like, yeah, let's kind of follow that logic to a degree. We're going to have to see. But, like, I certainly gained an understanding of where this decision would be. Um, Because they're definitely not, I I think you said a second ago, it's a shooter. They're not billing this as a shooter. Like, in fact, they seem to be heavily discouraging. like gunplay like they know you're gonna fight at some point but it seems like more it's about you know finding other solutions they called it indiana jones solutions yeah like, i don't know what that is dropping something on someone or whatever but uh i thought it was pretty good i think the only issue i'm actually having and and i think i'll probably get over it pretty quick is I am struggling a little with some uncanny valley on Indy's face. Hmm. It looks very good, but Harrison Ford is very emotive. Like he doesn't, he's so like 
when he gets interviewed, he's like, <laughs> like he doesn't emote very much, but when he's acting, he does a lot of facial stuff in yeah. his acting. And so the, the model is really good, but it's not as emotive as Harrison Ford typically is when he's acting. And I think that's causing a little, a little uncanny valley. It looks like, it looks like what's his name under there. You can tell it's Troy Baker a little bit. That's motion capture and eye capture from a face we're familiar with. And it's, and so every once in a while I would see him move his eyes and go, well, I see Troy Baker in that look. And then it would look like Indy again. So it's going to be a little funky, I think. Uh, but, I, I assume I that's the best we can hope for. And you punch and whip a lot of zo- uh, zombies, um, uh, Nazis. <laughs> we hope not. And I'm all not zombies, Nazis. <laughs> yeah, I'm all into punching and kicking Nazis. Do it. Let's go. Yeah. Um, oh, it's kind of it's actually a weird connection too because of the Wolfenstein thing. Like, because the Wolfenstein games have good cutscenes, man. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I have a feeling like they're gonna be pretty good on telling the story. Yeah. And melding what both. If? Yeah. What if at some point Indy gets pulled into an alternate reality and it's the Wolfenstein universe <laughs> and then he he teams up and helps fight the Nazis in the other world. Dude, BJ Blaskowitz and him are on yeah. the road. Yeah. Oh my good lord. I kind of like this idea now that you've said it. Look, I, mean, I know that DNA, sounds crazy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but if you've played the other Wolfenstein games, it isn't that crazy. No, it's not that nuts. But that game can get away with it, given its source material. I think this has to probably adhere to something less crazy, but yeah, also the movies yeah. have done such a good job of that. Yeah. But this is the kind of game that potentially it's not just like shooter fans will enjoy. Like everybody knows what Indiana Jones is, yeah. so yeah, everybody's going to be buying this game. Not everybody, but you know. You might not be much of a gamer, but you could still be an indie fan and want to play. Well, look, like the sweet looking indie game, like the graphics look pretty good. Yeah, you know? yeah, it looks really good. Yeah. And so if there's a focus think, on discovery and and tomb raiding, actual raiding of tombs and that sort of stuff. Yeah, so uh, I wouldn't expect this to be a very hard game as well. No, I'm sure it's pretty accessible. Yeah, yeah. although that yeah. that Wolfenstein game, if you cranked up the difficulty, that was freaking hard. That game. Yeah, yeah, but. Um, I mean, I'm sure they'll have a difficulty slider in this too, so that might yeah. the point might be moot. But yeah, I Probably just feel right. like uh, you know this is a very a very mainstream franchise. You know, so I agree. Overall, pretty good lineup. I think um, it looked fun and good. There was a few things missing. I didn't. I thought they were going to show more of that weird stop motiony looking thing that I forget even who's making it. Crap. Maybe they're not far along enough. I thought maybe Blade, but Blade's probably not far enough along. Everything um, they talked about is supposed to come out this year. Yeah. Doesn't mean it will, but at least it seemed to have eyes towards this is this year releases. Yeah. So maybe that is a part of it. Maybe yeah. they're just trying to focus on this year. Yeah, probably. Maybe later this year they do more of these that are geared for the following quarters or something. I don't know. But it looked good. So I'd say overall, thumbs up. I can't... Uh, I, I I can't wait for some of these actually. And in the case of Sony and Nintendo, they've got some things coming up as well. Uh, Nintendo, let me say this to anyone listening from Nintendo corporate. Here's my only condition. I will buy a second iteration of the switch, which is supposed to be announced soon. Only if you, you guys call it the super Nintendo switch. That's the only way I do it. <laughs> well, I mean, if you don't, well, maybe call it'll it, be really good. It'll be called uh, Nintendo Cowabunga. <laughs> <laughs> if, 
If they can't, if they can't do something. I don't even want Switch Two. I want Nintendo Super. We have the Nintendo Switch. I want the Super Nintendo Switch. That's what I want. Yeah. Okay. I don't think that's a lot to ask. I just want the store to work well, please. <laughs> I'd like my I'd like my account this time to carry forward and some of my games carry forward. How about that? That'd be nice. But you know, whatever else oh, you're gonna yes, do. Yes, they have to do that, man. This time they can't they can't get away with it this time. They can't do it again, right? They can't. They can't. They've got a store. They got a proper ass store now. I know. Everybody says they can't. Then they keep doing it. Yeah. Well, I just I, I don't it. know how they can now though. They can, but they, they can that, like, until people stop. Yeah. Like Xbox, you know, that Microsoft's not going to be able to get away with it with the the even the PC environment store. Epic's not going to get away with it. Steam's not going to do it. No, PlayStation, PlayStation kind of flirts with it a little bit. They flirt, but they mostly they most I mean your account carries for it. I've been using my PC I mean, but sometimes they charge you to carry the game for it. Well, the games, my yes. Understanding. Yeah. The games, yes. But but, uh, but like the, it, you know, you know, the account stuff though. That's not hard anymore. That should be but just like, standard. If they like are like all your Switch purchases are only for your Switch and on the Super Nintendo Switch you got to rebuy everything. We got to keep them after school, yeah, right? We like we got to we have to we have to sit down and have a talk with them. Big I lost this such a massive library of nintendo uh 3ds games because i was told that you could recover your games from your account oh shit i was not told that you needed to still have the other ds before you did it oh i I got rid of it and i didn't have access to it anymore and they were like, oh, but if you want your games, you got to have your other DS. I was like, in what universe is this how this is done? Never. It should never be. Now, the new, the good news is the, the current Switch does do that on the account level. But you still have to say, well, that's no longer my main Switch. Here's my new Switch. And it's a, it's a huge pain in the ass. But at least that's possible if you bought another Switch during the same generation. Whether they do that for the next jump or if they don't do that, then we're going to riot in the damn streets. That's stupid. Oh, well, everybody's going to just buy the games again, and Nintendo's going to go, uh, well, I guess we can do that again. That's we'll the see. other thing. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, you want to know when they stop? It's when they, they stop actually getting away with it. But every time a new Nintendo console comes out, the best-selling consoles of all time. Everybody's bought it in record droves. Yeah. And you know what? The re re-upload of that classic video game is number one on the shop number yeah. one bestseller yeah. everybody bought it again for some reason well then here's my friend code i'm all set to go let's go let's rock friend codes the future <laughs> a lot can happen in three years like a chat bot may be your new best friend but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There you go. That's all that stuff. And uh, we're going to ta- now we're going to talk about the games we played. That's what we're going to do now. 
Um, so we didn't do any shared stuff. We were supposed to play on Tuesday, but the schedule just got all whacked. I had to switch stuff around. Ended up, uh, it was mostly my fault. But yeah, I couldn't make the Wednesday because I blocked it off for couch shopping. Yeah. And, you know, the couch shopping got canceled. That's oh, I was going to ask how the couch thing went. You didn't get one? Yeah, well, I was going to message, but anyways... It, yeah, we're going on Saturday morning now. So oh. I was like, that's great. What are you looking My mom for? said she felt bad. And I was like, well, we post, you know, it was this whole thing. I'm like, we postponed it anyways. Like, whatever. Yeah, it's a write off at this point. Like, what are you going to get? What are you aiming for? Some kind of IKEA deal or some kind of, what do you do? Uh, I don't know. Just something that doesn't fall apart. Like, man, couches? Yeah. They're either Why? shit or they're great, and they're either like, really expensive. I can expensive buy a bed not. for like under a thousand. It's a nice quality bed, but somehow you can't get a quality couch that isn't two thousand or more. Like I don't understand what hard so special about sofas. Yeah. So you had the way you have to do that then, and that's why I like IKEA because they're not the greatest couches, but I know I'm spending the kind of money that is way less than I would have to for a, a worse one. So yeah. even if it breaks, I'll spend less over the couple of years I have to replace it than I would if I'd have bought like the $3,000 one. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm we're really just going shopping. I don't have anything in mind. I'm just trying to, I think one of the tough things buying online is you can't see how they feel, you know? So like we're looking for that. And it's mainly for my mom. It's not so much for me. Like she just doesn't have a comfy chair to sit in. So I just want to get her something nice. Uh, Look at you. Something You're nice and a, comfortable. Such yeah, a good son, so. you know, always thinking well, of your mom. It's, it's good can be hard on your back and or whatever if you have a bad thing to sit on and we we had a cheap like an inexpensive couch and it broke and i'm like i just don't want i want something that doesn't break good christ <laughs> like <laughs> you know i just don't i don't see why anyone should spend two thousand dollars on a thing you're gonna sit on I, I just what is it gold do we put every stuff on it with gold like what mm. the why is it costing two thousand dollars what did the old one break from time or what happened there just no, it was inexpensive. No, it's just shitty workmanship. Like, just mm. piece of shit, basically. Just like the leg was flimsy, the side was coming off, looked like it was stapled. I didn't have anything to do with that purchase. My mom picked it up, so not, not, not <laughs> I'm criticizing her, head. but I just, <laughs> I was just like, you know, you buy something, it looks nice, they say it's quality construction, and then you have it for six months, and the thing starts falling apart, and it's just like, oh my god. Interesting. Like, how hard is it to make a couch, world? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Oh, I've I, never made one. I've never made one either, so I don't know. But I do think they're overpriced. I will I will say that. Uh, all right. Let's talk about... So we're doing that next Tuesday. We're getting back on the saddle. I don't yeah. know what we're playing yet. This They put out... So with the, all this other stuff going on today, there was a brand new thing from ESO with a bunch of stuff coming to that. And then there was a video for Sea of Thieves. Dude, season 11 of Sea of Thieves looks like it might be time for us to play as a group. Like... Holy oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't see the trailer. So much stuff. It was amazing. You got to watch that after the show. The trailer that they put out today for the changes in season 11 are massive. They, I don't even know how to describe most of it. The trippiest bit is no longer do you have to get in a boat and, and, and ride forever to find a thing. If you know where you're going, you can now, it's basically quick travel, but the way it works is the boat submerges, as silly as this sounds, the entire pirate boat goes gloosh under the water you're under the water for a little while not very long and then boosh, you come back out and you're right where oh, you were headed that sounds awesome it I'm, does I'm sound awesome lots yeah. of stuff like that's time saving stuff they put changed all the menus so you can get into the story stuff super quick if you want to just go in for a quick gold run or a chest run you can do that and actually get something for that there's really not a way to do that normally there's the solo play aspect being added like 11 looks crazy 
to me. So I mean, I'm down. I think that game's fantastic. I only have one criticism, and we all know what it is. But other than that, it still wouldn't stop me from playing, and I'd love to play with you guys. Wait That's a minute. Great. What was... I'm trying to remember now. Was it the store? Uh, you can buy you can buy things that you couldn't otherwise earn in game. I oh, that. that's what that. Yeah, was. the whole idea is that you you do all this to you know gussy up your pirate and your ship, but you yeah. can also just spend money to gussy up your pirate and your ship, and then at what point does it matter? It's the same exact stuff, all of it. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's like if you played World of Warcraft and you can just buy your gear. Oh, and and then run the dungeons anyways. Like buy the gear you could get from like dungeons. Like it's basically that. I thought it was all cosmetics. Well, it is. Well, it is. It's, it is. But yeah. that's the point. Oh, because this game's they're not getting itemized loot anyway in this game. You're just there's, there's no yeah there's no like loot or weapons. There's no yeah. RPG mechanics. It's just a fun experience. But it's just part of it is the accumulation of wealth. Like you turn in those chests to get gold, and then you save up that gold and buy yourself sweet items. Yeah. But why not swipe a credit card and get even sweeter items? And then it's like, well, what am I doing this other shit for? <laughs> like, yeah. there's not even RPG mechanics. Like, it's the one thing you're doing is getting cosmetics, and it's like, yeah, but you could just buy it. Hmm. I don't know. It's just I hate that. Stuff. I don't like I that mean, either. Yeah, that's not good. I I misunderstood how that worked. Yeah. I thought there was. I don't know what I thought. But now that makes sense when you say it. But you just ignore it. Like it's fine. Like every time I go in, I play and I have fun. So it's it's not. It's not a deal breaker. Playing just, with you guys sounds like fun. So I'd, yeah, we maybe that or maybe something else. I don't know, but we're going to play Tuesday. So uh, check it out uh, Tuesday at noon Mountain Time. Uh, Scott Johnson beat another video game this week, fellas. Oh, my goodness, man. Maybe yeah. this is going to be the year where we're going, hey, who won the most games yep. between uh, you and me? You better maybe start writing these year. down. Well, yeah. it, I can tell you this. It is uh, another case of a game that. Well, you know what? Technically, it's only been on PC since, what, 2020? So even though the original game came out on the PlayStation 4 in 2017, wow, the, the, really? same, the same week the Switch did, which is unfortunate because Breath of the Wild kind of screwed around with the numbers. But anyway, uh, I finally beat the entirety of Horizon New Dawn. Zero Dawn. Zero Dawn. I keep saying New Dawn. I wrote New Dawn again. What is wrong with me? <laughs> Isn't there another is another game with new in it and the word Dawn, right? Zero Dawn. Okay. Uh you think I'd know the full name of the game I beat. I always screw that one up. But anyway, uh I beat it. And uh technically I played that game almost to completion on PlayStation back in the day, and then replayed an entire playthrough this time. And I am here to say that that game is rad. And I think Zero Dawn deserves way more credit than it does. Or maybe it gets just enough credit. I don't know. But it's just one of my, man, it's one of my favorite of these these open world games with, you know, action combat and crazy story. Everyone always complains. I said this on the stream. I streamed most of it. Everyone always complains that nobody's doing anything original in games anymore and movies or whatever. And I think that they just don't aren't paying attention to the stuff that does. This game has so many ideas that are just different. And mostly it's at the story level and the world building level, but they're still very different and new and interesting and not as derivative as, as everything else sometimes seems to be. And the story and the concepts that are introduced in this in this series are so freaking cool. And I hope the supposed Netflix uh, live action thing they're making around it, I hope it can live up to it. Um. I don't know, but I, I really, really like it. It made me miss Lance Riddick because he's all over in it. Just passed away. It's a real bummer. 
Um, but his character's great. Silas, Silence, Silence is his name. And uh, yeah, it's rad. Aloy's great. It's an amazing game. I love the series. And I liked, I beat it and was so happy about beating it that I immediately went and started a fresh run of Horizon Dawn Forbidden West. Or Horizon Forbidden West. <laughs> you left what? the... What? Hold Horizon Dawn, on. Forbidden West. Take now Dawn out of there. Adding Dawn to the title. Take yeah, Dawn out of everything. Forbidden West. Right? Yes, thank you. Horizon colon Forbidden West, um, the sequel. And when I bought that for PlayStation Five, right around the time, well, whenever it came out, it was after the launch of the PS Five. But um, at the time, I was like, "Well, I never beat the first one entirely. Do I even want to do this?" Kind of had a John moment of like, "Well, I can't do this unless I play the other one." So I just sort of put it all off. And kind of forgot about it. Um, But I was so stoked at the end of this one. I was like, I'm getting right back in. So I started a fresh game. uh, Started cranking on it. That game is really good. In fact, it was awesome going from one straight to the other. Because a lot of times you don't see this in your big sequels. You don't get to go or or see the things that change almost immediately. Or things that improved immediately. And I was like, oh, I love how they do it. The inventory is so much better in this. And... The way you sell stuff to vendors is so much better, and the way you do your uh, uh, your fast travel is so much better, and and it looks so much better. Like you have all these like things that happen that you kind of gloss over when it's been a couple of years between the games. And in this case, I went straight to it, and it was just fun to see all those things right away. I think Forbidden West so far is uh, rad. I'm now uh, past where I was the first time I tried it when it first came out, and. Uh, Loving the story, loving the traversal, loving the taking down of these wicked cool uh, creatures and machines. The machine wildlife stuff is still some of the most unique things in video games. I absolutely love it. Loving this playthrough. I'll probably keep streaming it too. So that's me. Uh, I'm really excited to hear your closing thoughts when you beat it in 2028. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. So mark the calendar, everyone. (laughs) It'll be the time, man. Yeah. Give us another four years and uh, I'll get her done. But, uh, I don't know. I think I may push right through this. And I'd forgotten about how much of that game, the first game and, and a chunk of the second game are set where I live. Like straight up, they have leftover relics from Salt Lake City and and uh, Park City and uh, Bryce Canyon and all these things, these things that are in my home state. And they've recreated a lot of it really well. The beginning of Forbidden West has you riding through Monument Valley, which is one of the coolest, most alien things you'll ever see in the States and it's right here in Utah and it's those kinds of things, delicate arch, uh, grant, uh, part of the grand Canyon. There was also something else. Oh, Zion's national park. They're all in here. And it's just fun to see that from a, what are they? A Finnish developer? <laughs> like, I don't know why they chose it here, but they did. Anyway, I'm having a ball and Aloy's underrated as a character. She's awesome. Really like her. You were playing on Steam Deck or on like PC? Uh, PC for the first one and uh, Forbidden West on PS5. That's the only place it is right now. So it is coming to PC though. So sometime people think this year Sony will put Forbidden West on PC, but I'm going to, I'll just finish it out on PS5. It's not a problem. And I'm all, you know, I can stream from that. So it's no big deal. But, uh, yeah, having a ball. Congratulations on your victory, though. That's good. Thank Maybe you. Maybe you'll have two games if you, momentum keeps up. I know. I, they'll both be older games. Fantastic, Scott. Good job. Hey, it doesn't matter. That's doesn't fine. Matter. A beaten game is a beaten game. But it's, games are new the moment you play it anyways, right? Or yeah. whatever it was I said before. Like, it doesn't matter when it releases. It's 
when you find it fun to play. So yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. Uh, it's really good. And here's the great thing that happened to me <clears throat> since last week. I've been talking about shapes with an S, like a ma- or Z with like a maniac. Okay, shapes with an S. <laughs> shapes with an S. <laughs> and, uh, My every, goodness, everyone loves to give me shit about the Z thing. But um, anyway, <laughs> the developers reached out to me after I did, quote tweeted something they did. And uh, they, I was raving about the game, and they said, uh, "Hey, we'd love for you to get a, an early look at the at the demo that's coming out on the 25th. We'll just give you early access to that." And uh, so I can't actually show any video from it, although the video I'm showing now is their official trailer on YouTube, so I can totally show that. But uh, I'm under an NDA on my video at least until that day. But I played a ton of that beta, or that not beta, that demo. There is a lot in the demo. A ton of stuff in there, uh, not a not a small demo. Lots of content, and it's this is going to ruin me schedule wise. This game when it comes out in full and like I get the full version whenever this thing hits, um, sometime this year, it is going to be all I give a shit about for quite a while. Um, this they've taken the two D elements, they have translated this to three D so expertly, without ruining the essence of what makes shapes with a Z good in the first place just enhancing it uh, and bringing it into 3D and I just am in love with What's it. What's the and release date on this guy? So the demo's the 25th, so a few days is all and then the full game sometime this year, they don't have a a date, oh, but I, 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 I'm, I'm encouraged because this demo is so polished and played so well um, on my PC and Mac that I think they're closer than we think. I think this thing is like I think it's going to be an early access for a while too. So yeah, probably it's that kind of game, right? But yeah, um, it's very good. good. I really like the look of it. It's it's part of what made me buy uh, Shapes with a Z uh, one. Right, was that uh, I just liked the look. I just liked the the feel of it, and this looks like it it really carries over that clean look. Mm I wouldn't know, though. Did you tell them there are two other people on the show? Uh, I did, and uh, they said, oh, that's great. Congratulations on having three oh, people okay. hosting. I'm glad they're show. excited. <laughs> they're like, that's great. Well, I think they didn't know. They may have not known about the show when he first reached out because it was just a Twitter thing. Um, but I did talk about Core, and I said, oh, this is going to be great. We're going to talk all about it. I've been, I've been singing your praises for weeks, and I gave him a link to the latest show where I went on and on about it, about how – Remember last week I talked about how automation games make me think more about yeah. life or how to better organize my life. Yeah. And uh, they love that. They thought it was great. So now they they definitely know there are three hosts on this show now. Okay. They I know. was just curious. I just wanted to make But sure. all I got was a all I got was an early copy of the demo, which you'll be able to get on the twenty fifth if you want it. So oh, right. Okay. So there's nothing we're not missing anything. Yeah, no, we're, not, we're fine. fine. You're yeah. fine. You'll get it in a few I'm, days. I'm gonna be busy till the twenty fifth anyway, for sure. <laughs> Uh, but I, you know what? I like a demo that gives you a big chunk and maybe that just says that this game is so big that this still would be only demo size, but it's freaking a huge demo. There's a lot going on and, uh, Mac people rejoice. It runs really well on my Mac. It runs really well on my PC. Uh, this game would translate just great to touch screens. I mean, it could be everywhere. Shapes with a Z two is going to be a huge hit. I'm so excited. That's all I played this week though. That's it. All kinds of Aloy. All kinds of shapes with a Z. Well, playing a game can take me time consuming, so it makes sense. Yeah, it was great. John, you're playing a game that I was supposed to get and play, but I got all wound up with Aloy and her business. 
Tell us about Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. Brand new game. Yeah, so uh, the first release of 2024 that I was interested in uh, came out. Um, This was a game that we saw in a lot of previews and stuff last year. And uh, it was kind of the first big release of the year, in my opinion. Um, Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. It is a uh, 2D metroidvania-like game it seems with uh, kind of some souls-like elements to it as well not super heavily like i wouldn't i wouldn't say that this is right on par with dark souls but is definitely challenging which is good because that's what prince of persia used to be you know like the, the original prince of persia was basically a watch yourself die simulator <laughs> yeah. um and this game is not that. You can certainly fight and parry and do all sorts of stuff, but the the challenge is definitely there. I died a couple times uh, playing just about an, an hour and a half of the game. Uh, found plenty of ways to kill me in that time, uh, despite the fact that I'm part of a group called the Immortals. It's <laughs> not true for me. Uh, but I really like the art. I really like the way it plays. Um, I didn't spend a ton of time with it because I have been absolutely just laser focused on the second game I'm going to be talking about today. But once that's done, I'm absolutely going to be checking out a lot of this game. Like it, it feels really good. I love Metroidvania style games. Uh, the combat's really fluid. You can kind of get a real good sense of the way the upgrade path and all of that is going to be working for, for this game. And it feels like it's going to be pretty satisfying. Um, You know, the story and all that is kind of so far, it's just kind of okay. It's just sort of boilerplate. But I mean, that's better than a lot of Metroidvanias get. So uh, I'm having a good time with it. And uh, it looks it looks really stylish and cool. So um, I'm I think the, the biggest hurdle is to get a game that like this that plays well. And they're nailing that. So to me, that was the biggest hurdle. Um, it definitely feels punishing on. Uh, so I'm playing on a slightly higher difficulty um, where they it, they say one of the reasons that this difficulty is higher is you have smaller windows for parries and whatnot. And you definitely feel it like, you know, even within the first hour, you're encountering some enemies that do weird staggers on their hits and things like that to make the combat more challenging and and more than just a, like, oh, you parry and I counterfest that sometimes these combat systems can feel like. So sure. uh, really cool art, really, uh, really interesting world to explore. I'm having a good time. I've heard uh, one of the compliments I heard, it reminded me of Bo because I know much he liked it, but I've heard people compare it very favorably to metroid uh what's the newest one where you run from the robot red uh, red dread dread like a lot of people are like oh it's like it's like that but you know the prince of persia business um and then there are a few people who are like well if it's not sands of time too then i'm forget it and like well i'm not sure you're ever gonna get those again those became assassin's creed basically that team moved on to that i don't think those are ever going to be a thing again but seeing it return to this and hear that it's a pretty good metroidvania reviews are all really solid i think this is a long-awaited win for ubisoft it's been a bit you know since they've had yeah, like they're doing something this, yeah. is, this is great this was a this was a great first outing you know like for again for the first like new 2024 game uh that i played i think 
uh, you could do a lot worse than this. I'm having a great time with it. Yeah, the so. original the original Prince of Persia, which you mentioned, was hard and all that. I would argue that that game, you know, could you could arguably you can make the argument that that game was the first Metroidvania before Metroid or Castlevania existed. It's very old. It predates all of that stuff, and nothing was quite like that until yeah, those the games. The combat system is more hope you don't die. Right. It's oh a very it's, it's it's evolved a lot, not, right? Lots have changed, yeah. but you can look at the lineage and go, "Oh yeah, Prince of Persia is important in games." Like you, we may if we never had Metroid, if we never had Castlevania, you might call those kinds of games uh, you know, Prince of Persia likes or something. I don't know what you'd call them, but you know, it's it's hard to say, but the original is so amazing and I'm happy I'm very happy to hear this cuz I'm I think I'm going to grab this. Yeah, it's cool. I, I think if you like these types of games, this one seems like a a very good one, a very competent one of those. Um, you know, I had a lot of people. It seemed, and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this just because it's while I was streaming it, it's a question that came up multiple times. Um, and I'm even seeing some comments in our chat that that suggest maybe this is a line that people are thinking, which was uh, a lot of people seem to think, well, like, what's the value of this game? Is it worth because it's not full priced, but it is close. Like I think there is a like seventy dollar version, and I think there's like a fifty dollar version. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I never really like ascribing value to games because I think value is very hard to quantify. Like it's very easy to tell some people like, oh yeah, it's just fifty dollars, but that's a lot of money to some people, and that's not much to others. Um, I would just say like. Watch some of the gameplay. Look if it's a look if it's a good game for you. Uh, look, let you know. Say, is this the type of game I like? Do I like Metroidvanias? Do I like this sort of thing? And then gauge your own value on it. Like, it is what it is. There's lots of games similar to this. You should be able to kind of discern if it's something that you if you like. Yeah. So um, awesome. I, I can't really say like, I'm not disappointed that I got it. I think it plays really well. I can't wait to get back to it, but you know, you have to judge your own value. If you, if you absolutely will not spend over $30 on a 2d game of all things, <laughs> then, yeah. you know, don't, don't do it. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't, I can't help you. Yeah. Keep in mind, you got your, it's your 2.5 D, right? That's your, that's your standard here. So it plays 2D, it looks 3D, it looks pretty, it's modern, but it's old. I don't know. Looks like my gym. I'm going to play it. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on to... Uh, sorry, I lost yeah. my place. Oh, the game I, you spent oh, all your time in. The game yeah. I spent all my time on. So the thing that prevented me from playing too much of this, I am absolutely trying to get done with Yakuza Like a Dragon before Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth comes out. And I've had enough people tell me, you know, John, you should really play Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name, before you play Infinite Wealth 2. And the more I play of this, the more I think they're probably right. Now, I've heard that one's actually a pretty short experience overall by Yakuza standards. Like, it's a pretty quick game, so I still think I might be able to pull this off, maybe. I'm getting dangerously close to finishing Yakuza Like a Dragon, and all I'm going to say is good God. Every time I think this game has had its biggest set piece or its biggest plot reveal, it one-ups itself 
again and again and again. And I'm I'm so glad that like there was a point where I was like, okay, we I've kind of put the pieces together of what's going on. I feel like I understand everybody's ambitions, aspirations, why everybody did what they did. I think I've got a good grasp of this. And there was a part of me that was almost like I could just look up a summary or something like that and just figure it out. And it just feels like every couple of hours something happens that just turns the whole story on its head. Um, I just got to chapter 14, uh, which chapter 13 ended with a fight uh, against a proper fight against Sawashiro. Mm-hmm. And the cutscene and revelations that followed that fight, I like my mouth was just hanging open, and I it was late, and I went into my bedroom and I saw my wife sound asleep, and I was like, should I wake her up to tell her <laughs> what I've what I've learned? Yeah. And then I and then I was I genuinely sat there weighing it, and then I was like. No, that's something a crazy person would do. And I went to bed and told her first thing in the morning instead, like a regular person. But I genuinely was so excited about it. I was like, yeah, this game is so crazy. It's so good. I did think about it. Yeah. Um, The story is so good. The characters are so good. And one other thing I did while all of this was going on, I went through and I, because prior to this, I only really had experience playing Yakuza 0. Um, and I had played a decent chunk of it, not the entire game. Um, but that was all the experience I had had. And somewhere in the middle of this playthrough, I went and just went, okay, I'm obviously not going to play Yakuza zero through six. What's the plot of those games? And I watched story summaries for every single one of those games. And I did it at the perfect moment story-wise because man did i start getting excited as it started tying into greater yakuza lore and stuff like that and i was like oh my gosh this game is so good like some of that stuff is on stream you can just see my mouth like turn into a mischievous grin uh, especially when one <laughs> character in particular shows up i was just so happy to see him yeah. um and uh it's a it's a good time. I couldn't be more excited for Infinite Wealth. Like even though I have sunk a lot of hours <laughs> on trying to get through this game, especially in time, I'm not done. Like I'm ready to just keep playing in this universe with these characters. It is it is an incredible thing that this game has achieved. That's great. Very happy to hear that oh. because uh now I have to d- finish it cuz once the game's over there's a challenge mode too. So you I spent the time getting all my characters up to level 99 to beat the challenge mode. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to want to do that. Did you ever do it? Did you, I don't you know if I'll be able to time. do it, but like that's the thing is I am having to accept that I'm getting into this way too late. I waited too long, and so I am going to have to kind of say goodbye to some of the things I want to do um, that I have devoted some time to and stuff like that. But I... I think that's the way I'm going to approach infinite wealth when I get to it. I wouldn't be surprised if infinite wealth becomes like there's a couple games on core where we talk about it so often and we have nothing new to say. We just leave them off our list. I feel like that might be infinite wealth for a good chunk of this year because it sounds like that game is going to be even bigger than like a dragon and 
I don't intend to mainline the story and just go, ah, done, wash my hands of it. I'm going to savor it in a way that I have not been able to as much uh, with this one because I am trying to get through it a little quicker. What's the release date for the new one? Next, Next Thursday. Jeez. Yeah, seven days. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to make it? counting down the days. Do you think you'll make it? They're finished? I think so. I believe, Bo, didn't you say there's only 14 chapters? There's 15 chapters. 15. Okay. I'm on chapter 14 of 15. Oh, I'm you're making there. good progress. If I can stop playing in the stupid battle arena and just focus on the story, I it will just get depends there. what you get hung up on. Like the thing is, like the story is takes a certain amount of time, but you know, you want to get to the top floor of the the this. What do they call them in that one? Just elevator battles or Sujimon battles? Hmm. But they, there's uh, a. There's just the battle arena. I don't know if they call yeah. it the Sujimon battles. But I know you get, you get in the new one you're going to be able to battle Sujimon. Yeah, I think that's Pokemon. the new one. Yeah, oh but God. there's also the Millennium Tower. Like, there's like there's a, it's not a new game. There's new game plus, but this is not new game plus. You can keep playing after you finish the game. Um, because there's there's um, and every Yakuza game there's this like super high level top weirdo called Amon you gotta fight and this one's no different so it's just kind of a pinnacle challenge but optional the story's over it's like a roguelike kind of thing or no no it's just uh, it's the <laughs> the way I approached it was just more the traditional turn based JRPG which is grind levels out till you get strong enough to beat the crazy hard boss yeah. and then and then you get like a two second extra of cutscene of that is just like <laughs> kind of not worth it, but I was 100%ing all the, I was so close. I'm like, I'm getting all the achievements, whatever. This game's so much fun. I'm going to keep grinding it out. Yeah. So, did you, yeah, you're good, probably right not to, to do it here. But. Did you yeah, beat the I've, Aiming I've guy? Skipped, I've skipped so much stuff. Like, I've only done one kart race. I do not oh, have Mario the, Kart's awesome. It's Mario I do Kart's not so have the secret character. There's a, there's a secret Dragon character kart. in the game. Um, who I did not unlock. Oh, you I'm, you didn't do the business, the, the real business estate business? management sim yeah. yet. You're fine. Like that stuff's all optional. Like you, that's the thing about Yakuza. It's hard to know where to draw the line with the side stuff versus the main quest. But the real like emotional good time is in the main quest. So you're not, you know, it's fine. Yeah. Although the I will say like they are on the ball for the side quests too. Side quests are very very good. So did you I, meet the giant Roomba that like uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. The only the whole the joke only is that it's sucking I everyone had, off. <laughs> the only issue I had was I went and did the sewer dungeon where you yeah. fight a giant Roomba. I did that before I did the quest where you fight oh, the giant Roomba. So, so I kind of, when they were like, hey, we're going to build a Roomba, I was like, is it going to be like that giant boss Roomba? And then it was. I feel like I kind of spoiled myself in that regard. Because mm. it was like, oh, it's going crazy. It's sucking up everything. And uh, I was like, yeah, I already fought one of these. But um, did you, no, how much it, testing did you do? Did you pass a lot of tests? At the I've school, pa- the vocational I've only school. passed like four tests, I think. Yeah. I could do more. But I've, do- I've done four tests. I failed my first one, which I was like, I was like, oh, they make you feel real bad when you fail, too. It's yeah. Nice. Yeah. He does a big dramatic flourish and then he just like falls to the ground, a failure. That game does such a good job of walking that line of being um, absurd and then immediately going heart wrenching and stuff like that. You know, I made the joke about 
you know, telling my wife the first thing in the morning, you know, the, the plot to it. But she had watched a little bit the night before. She was genuinely upset by the information I gave her. Oh, wow. Like, like so as much as it's like a joke that like, oh, I couldn't wait to tell you about a video game. Uh, you know, is she really going to care? It turns out she did because just the little bit she's seen, she's gotten pretty invested in and was like, oh, my gosh, that's heartbreaking. That's great though, um, that it has that effect. So I think that's cool. It's a it's a good story. I mean, like Yakuza is a little bit, uh, especially when you watch summaries of the story, it feels like it definitely echoes itself a lot. It's like, well, it's going to end on top of a tower. There's going to be a helicopter and someone's going to probably take a bullet for somebody else. Uh, at least in the mainline games, seems to be a pretty common theme across the uh, across the series. But, you know, it is a bit of a soap opera, but I'm so glad that video gaming has a soap opera and it's so good. It's so entertaining and uh, and just nuts. Uh, I love it. That's great. I'm so, so, so in love with this game. And it's I'm glad Infinite Wealth is coming out because I'm not joking if I eat this game and there wasn't a sequel coming out, I would be playing Yakuza zero next. Yeah. I already want to. Yeah. You just want to kind of start over, just keep watching them or playing them. Uh, can you tell me about, so chapter 13 is called coin locker baby. What does that mean? Is that a thing? Is that giveaway? Yeah. It's a spoiler. Okay. I won't say then. I I mean, like, like I'll say this, this isn't a spoiler because this is very early on in it, but the, the head of the Arakawa family, has a son with medical issues because his wife left um, their newborn son in a in a locker at a station because she was being chased and was going to be killed and the baby was going to be killed too. He told her to leave it in one of those lockers because he was coming behind her and he was going to get the baby out. Yeah. Um, and the baby got a level of hypothermia and oh, had medical issues. Goodness. As a of it. Jeez, that's dark. It's serious. Like serious yeah. dramas going on in there. But yeah. uh, the reason why it's tied to chapter 13 also is important. So All right. we'll, uh, you know, it's good. Oh, my gosh, it's so good. Maybe that's what we'll do as a bonus core at one point. Once I beat it, maybe Bo and I will just sit down and talk about the story. spoiler talk. Do it. The story for Yakuza. People would love that. Yeah. It's pretty good. Like, I, he's it, been sitting on it for a long time. What One of the weird things about it is like, it's a funny joke, like, haha, modern day RPG, you're picturing enemies as, like, you know, Mr. Pervert Man and dressed as a banana. It's like, how much, like, most RPGs, like, usually have a pretty lengthy story. You know, you go to a town, you meet new characters, like, what kind of, what could, what kind of story could possibly entertain you as a modern day sort of game, right? Like, for that long. And they really, like, nailed it. Like, it's actually, it's surprising how every chapter has like a, a big climax moment and one ups itself. Like it's, it's pretty impressive because you could easily see a game like this being like, kind of like a, like a meme, right? Like, yeah, it's a GRPG set in modern times. Okay. Once the joke wears out, yep. you're kind of over it. You don't need to play the rest of the game. <laughs> yeah. That's not true here. It's actually like, it's the story. Like you get sucked in. It, you're, you're, it's good. It's well done. There you go. Still on uh, game pass. If you're out there and have game pass and haven't, dabbled i'm playing it on steam and i now i want to finish it because john's talking so much about it yeah you don't have to Should. do the side stuff you can just do the mainline stuff and i got pretty experience. far i probably was i don't know four it's not that far it was like four chapters in or something when i quit yeah. or fell off uh awesome 
jo- uh, Bo, let's go back in time and play an old game, older game called Bullet Storm, but let's do it in VR this time. Yeah, so I was looking forward to this for quite a while, this Bullet Storm VR. And I am sorry to say it might not be worth your time. Oh, so. crap. Yeah. Um, so the same is they apparently they ported the game from Unreal Engine 3 to 4 mm. so they could do the VR thing. But uh, overall, it's the textures are real bad. Um, it's still the same same great game. Like story wise, you're like it's Steve Bloom. It's a stupid meathead shooter. You know, like guys, we gotta shoot the guy. Oh, the premise is that you're a bunch of assassins, but you find out you're killing innocent people instead of actual people, and you know you're a bunch of idiots. So the person you're confronting is like, you dipshit. Why are you call me on this line? Like everyone's potty mouthed and edgy and that you know much his book kind of way yeah uh, the game even <laughs> apologizes for itself in the beginning where it has a disclaimer where it's like uh this game is mostly left as is which means uh there may be some insensitive stuff in there <laughs> so sorry about that <laughs> like it actually just says that. it's a thing of its time or whatever they always <laughs> yeah, say yeah and i'm like well it's not that old it's like 12 years old something like that but um well, a little more than that. They were so this yeah. would have been what a 360 and PS3 game mostly, and that's what it looks like when I'm looking yeah. at this video. I just feel like I'm looking at an old 360 shooter. Well, it was on PC too. I've played it on PC. I love this game. This game mm. was really fun to play on PC. I think the main issue with the issues with the game so far is uh, this trailer makes it look better than it is. Um, <laughs> the, te- the, the textures are like god awful. Like the texture mapping on stuff, like it's just. It mostly looks like barf, you know, I not barf, but you know, when there's like nothing to it, I, it looks better on the flat screen, but when you're in the 3d space, it's like, ugh. Yeah. um, the game itself is like, it's pretty all right. Like it's still got that DNA. Like I've got that, the, the, the grappling hook and you know, you point it at people and you whip them back and then they're in slow motion and you shoot them like that part's all right. And there's some pretty good set piece in this game, which may be kind of exciting to play in the VR space. But, um, I don't know, it's just missing something, you know, but the graphics looking kind of not the best and uh and and just I don't know, something about shooting the guys like just doesn't feel that that's satisfying or realistic. Like I know it's supposed to be arcadey, but it's they're charging like 45 Canadian for it. That's the thing. I think if this was like a $10, $20 uh, route then yeah, okay. But um, it's a really pricey mod for a pretty old game and yeah. not suit. Oh, the other issue was like things like fire actually have visual distortions. Like they didn't texture it or something properly in space. So it's like it, you could use work. Like it's just glaringly obvious that um, this kind of got kicked out of the door, not being the coolest experience. So hmm. I wouldn't, I couldn't, I'd recommend it on a sale. This is like 10 bucks. If you really like the game, want to try it, but I think your money's better spent in other experiences. If you're more, if you're brand new to VR, is that the problem is you've seen way better stuff because you're a little more. Yeah. Like just like, it's always a tough thing when you're taking an old game and porting it and charging money for it. Like Skyrim's pretty good, but it needs mods. You know, I wouldn't recommend spending $80 on Skyrim, which is what they charge. You know, it's mm-hmm. charged for full price for the little, the limited amount of work they did. Mm-hmm. Borderlands 2 was actually a pretty good port of its era. Buying it now, we've we've come to have higher expectations over some things that I don't know that I'd recommend it for full price. But Borderlands 2 VR is not that bad. 
this is just feels very minimum effort, unfortunately. Hmm. And and just graphically, it's just uh, it's just so unimpressive. It's still a good like game. Like it's still like oh, like it has that full production value of a game with the story and all that stuff. But even the cutscenes, like they lack visual quality. It's like it's a really old game. You should be able to run this in the VR headset, like looking good. Why does it look this bad? Like I don't understand. Hmm. So. Yeah, I think even if you're new to VR, you, this would make you a little sad. So. I'll, I'll bet they have to redo the. I mean, they'd have to redo textures, is my guess, because these text they probably don't have high res textures sitting around. I think what happens, games. I think Facebook or Meta has a pretty high um, sets a pretty high bar for these console exclusive, like exclusive, but you know, being sold on the Oculus. Yeah, for having 90 FPS. And I think that even with an older game, like to ensure the quality that ensure that like bar of 90 FPS yeah. on games, they've got to like cut a lot of fidelity out. I can see that. Yeah. And it's just, it's a little unfortunate because some games do end up looking like really low res, you know, and, and, and not that good. Um, all right. You've also spent some time in wow sod. Wow, sod. Yeah, so the rest of the week, I haven't gotten into too many games. Wow has been like ran away with me. We've covered this before. I'm pretty much, <laughs> I pretty much have to take a break. I'm going to be playing Infinite Wealth next week. But, um, you know, I'm sort of at a point where, like this Saturday, for example, congratulations to the Core Guild. Uh, we ran three raids in BFD this Saturday. Nice. All successful, no wipes, um, three full clears. I did it on my hunter my warrior and my priest so i got all three classes in there and we cleared them all and it was different you know different people like it wasn't the same 10 like we cycle through yeah core guild members and uh, we got the clears done and so that's great i love when i don't have to wipe it's the best <laughs> yeah Just a little side note there about my that, personal does hygiene. that happen often you not often go, oh no, look i didn't even have to wipe no it's a rare it's thing but you ever have that yeah. where it's just a where it's just a pull and no, clear because even to find out that you don't have to wipe you have to wipe that's true but when you come back going oh there's it's like nothing there it's kind of great it's rare yeah i like it yeah, i, like I it mean when, when you're when you're done when you yeah. when you're like oh that was it like that is pleasant it's yeah. nice yeah it's nice. Anyway, sorry for that little derivation. No, uh, it's okay. No, there's no wipes, but not much to say. I, I started maybe working on a rogue, and I'm like, no, nah, I probably should just play some other stuff. So that's you're catching me in that transition period where I'm probably going to take a, a break uh, from playing WoW uh, until uh, February 9th is when the next phase starts. So we got a couple of weeks before that spools up again. So. Oh, that's right, and that takes you to 50, yeah. right? 40. 40 is the new cap. They, uh, I forgot to mention this, and maybe this is the time to mention it. I did play some World of Warcraft because they added uh, uh, Dragon big patch and retail, right? yeah, like a big one, pretty big. Gilneas, yeah, it was one, yeah, the Gilneas patch, and also they added Dragonflight to everything, so uh, the whole world you can use your fancy dragon flying skills, and that's really great. It's still maybe my favorite part of this expansion is the uh, is the flight stuff. It's flying, so good. Yeah. So I went flying all around like Duratan or Duratar and um, uh, see how fast I could get places compared to taking the slow boat way or flying the old way. And um, the only bummer is not until the next expansion will most of the old mounts also fly this way. Oh, uh, so right now it's just the five or whatever how many dragons you've unlocked for Dragonflight. 
that's fine. That's what I was used to anyway. But uh, it would. I am looking forward to being able to pull out older, weirder mounts and having those do the same stuff. But it was fun. It's just a fun system. And if you do it right, you never run out of stamina because you're just playing the. You're doing the rhythm right. And uh, that sounds terrible. And you get back. Uh, to, I got all the way back to Orgrimmar in like no time at all, and it was just a fun little tour of the joint. And uh, also got my Wastelander stuff before the month ends. They had a Wastelander. Uh, oh, I was curious about that. I saw that, that, and I was like, everybody has to be pinging Scott about this. I oh, yeah, I like crazy. To add to the the din of it, but yeah, like crazy. Yeah, They're basically Mad Max cosplay or not cosplay, a transmog set that you can get at the. Um, what do they call it? The, not the uh, uh, trading trading post. post. That's it. And I had way enough points to get it. So I did. And it's cool. It looks good. It's a little bright for my taste. I like my, I like my, uh, wastelander stuff a little more gritty, but it's still pretty cool. And there's like weird shit falling off of it and funky smoke on the back. And it's good. It's like a little Mad Max inspired thing, but, um, yeah, just flying around that way in old places is a weird vibe and I like it. Super into that. Anyway, sorry, Bo. Didn't mean to. No, it's okay. It's, uh, there's definitely cool stuff going on in retail, and uh, yep. you know, maybe one of these days I'll probably fire up the old retail and give it a go. But I haven't started that yet. Today's not that day. Um, but yep. Gilneas sounds like fun. I, I was like, I really yep. don't know what's going on in Dragonflex. I'm like, why are we in Gilneas? <laughs> are y'all done with the Dragon Islands? <laughs> well, okay. they did. They so there is some new stuff there with the uh, the, the the dream. I don't know what I have not paid super close attention to what they added there. So I'm supposed to go do that. I didn't have time. I just flew. And then after that, I'll go check out the Gilneas thing, which I assume is a, is a kind of a scripted thing. I don't actually know. I haven't watched video or anything, so I don't know until I get there, but hey, I got to help you dude. Freaking what's his name needs help. Mr. Uh, what, what was, uh, what's his name? Gen. Get Gen Greymane. He he can't do this alone. All right, we got to get in there. We got to help that furry man get his job done to reclaim his 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 land and his his name. So I'm I'm going to help him. I'm happy to do it even as a horde, member of the horde, a stout member of the horde. I will help this pain in my ass freaking alliance bastard from years of pain and I will help him reclaim his homeland. And I'm very excited about it. All right, tell me about your battle, your or sorry, <laughs> your Baldur's Gate three time. You did a little. No, of there's that. nothing I was just say there. Is. I just marked the stuff down, the stuff I was doing. Just multiplayer game continues. That's nice. That's all I got to say about that. All right. <laughs> so, I don't know. If like it's like that's the time suck that WoW kind of is. Like it's just like a whole week went by. Yeah. And we're already doing another show, and I'm like, gosh dang, like yeah. A I lot. just feel a little I like I don't have much that I play like it's like I feel like I put a lot of game time into stuff but it feels like I didn't actually play a whole lot so uh, you know so I'm like I gotta fix that for next week and MMO like, will do that fun. to you for sure yeah yeah Zero Dawn did that for me so I get it uh, alright we're gonna take a break when we come back from our traditional break we are going to do a Dear Martha we got a Steam review all queued up today so wait for that that'll be awesome we also have some other news of note not a ton but a little we also got a call an email And a few other things. No mashup today, though. Jamie's still working on it. I checked in with him. He's doing good. Just busy. Got a lot of clips to capture and get all that worked out. So we got a mashup coming at some point. But anyway, stay tuned for all of that stuff because we will be right back. (laughs) 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, everybody. We're back. Thanks for being patient with us. We're going to do a Dear Martha now that we've come back from our break. And I can't wait to hear the Steam review because I always enjoy those. So, John, is there anything special we're doing today or just doing it? No, just a short kind of wholesome one because uh, honestly, I was trying to get through Bo is Afraid before Corey, and that was <laughs> that's usually prime Dear Martha writing time, but uh, I was trying to get through an insanely long movie, so it's uh, short and simple Arthur. this week. Fair enough. Here it goes. My dearest Martha, I present to you now my review for Yakuza Like a Dragon. Hmm. Martha, Ichi and his party are so cool. I wish I had supportive friends. Yours in this <laughs> life and the next, Taufik. Uh, I feel bad for that person. They don't have supportive friends. They need no. They just need they they played Yakuza and their big takeaway was, man, it would be so cool if I had friends that supported me. Oh. I wish I, I I have them. I wish he had what I have. I have a lot of great friends, you guys included. Everyone should have good friends. All right? Work on that. It's time for the uh, other news of note this week. The uh, details have now come out. Not like a leak or anything. They're talking about it. About Diablo 4 Season 3. I meant to watch their... They had a fireside today, I think. Didn't they? Was it today? I saw some video. If it was today, I didn't watch it. Mm. But I did hear about this, I think, yesterday. So I don't think this is information from yesterday. Okay, it may not be. Uh, but we're getting a Zoltan Cool uh, quest line. That's cool. I didn't know that dude was still a factor. So get that going. Uh, there are these, uh, let's see, there's vaults coming. We got Arcane Tremors coming. The Gauntlet that's coming later, same with leaderboards. And some quality of life updates on their uh, webpage for this announcement or on the Diablo for Life website. Part of their, uh, they did like a little poll. And by far and away, the most votes went to quality of life updates. So yeah. apparently there's some of that coming. Well, WASD movement has been a much requested feature mm-hmm. uh, instead of clicking. And that's going to be coming in season three. That's good. So uh, yeah. that's a, that's a big, that's a big one. Uh, an extra stash tab is another big one that's been requested. So I think that there are, I think there are some things that people have wanted for a while. With yeah, this one. I'm, I'm down with it. Uh, vaults, for those wondering what I was talking about, these are specialized dungeons that house elemental hazards, a new kind of trap. Also, and these hazards are these constructs, which are part of a new monster family. They're basically not robots, but like 
they remind me of the stuff in ESO, the um, clockwork looking creatures that are sort of mechanical. The Dwemer. Um, yeah. Business. And you can get them as pets. There's some stuff to There's unlock. There's going to be a Seneschal companion is what they're calling it. And it okay. looks like this is going to be kind of your your seasonal power thing is going to be this companion that you can kind of deck out and have travel with you. And he's going to run around and pick up gold and all that like that they, they do in three. Um, here are the quality of life updates, by the way. Hell tides now last for 55 minutes and a five-minute break between each rotation. PC players can now navigate using WASD, as you said, uh, instead of just your mouse. Probably easy since the controller works so well. Just getting the keyboard to do WASD is probably not that big a deal. But I'm glad they did it. An extra stash tab is also available, like John mentioned. Improvements to UI when trading gold. Improvements to re- relo- or reallocating your skill tree. That's good because that needs help. And increased rates to earn your distilled fear, which is the, uh, that's like the weird currency this year or this uh, season. Anyway, stuff going on in Diablo. I will probably get that that pass again and play that because I like that game when I play it. I will probably not because I did that with season two, which was by all accounts a good season and I still didn't do it. Yeah. And you don't want to spend 10 bucks for nothing, you know? I feel you. I'll be back at the expansion. That's when I'll be back in Diablo 4. Yeah. Assuming the expansion isn't $100, I'll probably be back for the expansion. Now, next up, we have some stuff going on with uh, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, which I keep wanting to be great. But every time something comes out about it, there's always something negative being said. So Your most anticipated (laughs) game of 2024, Scott. Yeah. Kill the Justice League. Yeah. Actually, was it your most anticipated? It was, I think. Was I think no, it was your number three. Was, was it? Your number three. What was yeah. my number one and two? I don't remember now. Number two was Shapes with a Z2. Oh, right. And number one was Space Marine. Two. Oh, Space Marine, duh, of course. I still have high hopes for both of those. But the more I read about the first impressions, including some people in my own community who wrote me directly, big thanks to them, you know who you are, uh, all said very similar stuff. It's not that great. That's what they're all saying. That's the bottom line. And a few places like the PlayStation blog, the VGC, Games Radar, IGN, Game Informer, the overall vibe is that it's not don't don't get expect, you know, Arkham City or even Arkham Asylum levels of love here. Which I'm really, really bummed to hear that. As much as I was stoked to hear they were taking out the the, you know play as a service thing and not making a required online thing and all that. Those were all good moves. But if the game at the core base of it is not awesome, then what is the freaking point? So, and the news to go along with this, the founders of uh, Rocksteady, the company who makes these games have already gone at left and formed a new studio called hundred star games, which means that even the, oh, wow, the people really? who founded the studio are not even really there anymore, which isn't always a problem. But I don't know. I didn't like hearing that. But it also includes a lot of talent from Rocksteady, yeah. which kind of tells you that maybe the problem there was not necessarily with the people making the game yeah. so much. Um, like, I, I mean, again, you don't know. It's a complicated thing. But to me, the way I read it, at least is if you are putting out a game that in general is not received good press at all, 
And somewhere along that process, the heads of the company leave and take a ton of the talent with them that clearly still want to work with them. That to me reads, we're not happy with the, the situ the working situation we're in for one reason or another. Yeah. And maybe it's not that big of a surprise that suicide squad is looking like it's not going to be very good. Chat says, uh, sector seven says, sounds like they are cutting their losses. Tech 22 says sign of a sinking ship. This is all possible. I don't want to root for it, but, I, I'm very bummed. And I trust the people that wrote into me directly. I trust their opinions on this kind of stuff too. And so that was kind of a little bit of a, like a not last straw. I mean, I still am willing to wait and see what happens. Maybe they're holding back. That was a limited beta. It wasn't the whole game. It's, you know, maybe it's not enough to tell. It's also but. kind of weird that so many previews of the game, like usually previews, you are generous mm-hmm. because you're like, ah, it's a preview. Who knows where, where things might change? You know, you kind of, you tend to see publications give a slight benefit of the doubt with, with previews. Like this is one of the more like overtly negative previews I've ever seen about a game Yeah, where news outlets are just coming out and being like, it's not good. It'd be one thing if it was, like part of me thought, well, it's just, just everyone's piling on, but there's just, it's too many. And I haven't heard a positive thing or, or anything better than it's okay. You know, there's other games that maybe do this better or whatever. That's the best I've heard. And that really bums me out with a legacy of that, what that developers made in the past, the impact those Batman games had. Yeah. But it's just the name. If the, if the people who made those games are over at another place, then you're attaching the no. quality to the, name and not you're totally right and- you're absolutely right this is a great reminder that these games are made by people and not companies and when you can't retain your best people then what the what the frick are you doing uh great point john okay that's it for news we're going to do some quick uh correspondence with our listeners let's start that's a good question with an email uh or actually this is a call all right bo this is for you you ready for this call i'm ready Lay it's not it entirely me. for you because we talked about it the three of us last week but Anyway, this is what he has to say about your question about ask. Let me ask you a question, that whole thing. Remember that? Yeah. The best 20 minutes of our show's history. Unfortunately, I do. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's what he had to say. This is for Bo. I have an answer to the question you ask is you say, may I ask you two questions, this being the first one? If they answer yes, then you follow up with the second question. This is the only way to ask questions, I think. We'll find out. Next time on Core. <laughs> Man, the people that bother to call us are some of my favorite things we get on the show. I love their way they do things, the way they talk. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, does that help you at all? Does that put you down the path any further than we got you last no, week? Not really, but I appreciate this call nonetheless. <laughs> I feel like last week, like, I feel like two weeks ago. Yeah. We had a nice clean pool that Bo threw a lot of mud in. Mm. Last week, it felt like we spent 20 minutes. It was a long time, but yeah. we, we worked on cleaning that pool. Yeah. And now I feel like this week, another caller called in and just chucked another bit of mud in the pool yeah. again. A little turd at the, at the deep end. Only um, two questions, but like nobody does that, right? Nobody's like, can I ask you a question? And then... Or can I ask says them? their question like can, they're going to ask both? Yeah, they're not so going to go. Let problem. me ask you one of two questions. No one's ever done that to me. Well, yeah, uh, but yeah. if you if you say, "Can I ask you a question?" You 
could technically get some clever a hole to say you just did. Oh. But the point was the point was like, what else would you be asking? Mm, that is the point. Like, can I ask you a question? Well, like, can you just say your question? Yeah, asking is inherently asking a question. Yeah, that's why this like, guy is saying you, you have to do two questions because that inherently was a question. That's his idea. Yeah, yeah but yeah. but I kind of yeah. agree that it's. I don't think it's enough. This doesn't get us any further up the up the. You can't up the ask stream. me a compliment, you know. <laughs> hey, Bo, can I ask you a compliment? Then what would you say? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you want? I don't know what's expected of me. Yeah, I know it's impossible. Like it's it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Now the good news is our text that we got after this call. These both came to the eight zero one four seven one zero four six two. This text is about kind of the same thing, and it says this. This is from Donter X who says last week uh, was the best final 20 minutes of any podcast I have heard in my life. Never shy away from stupid conversations. We love them. Donter X. Well, uh, I'm, I'm glad to receive that feedback that lets us know that we're doing, you know, that's okay. Cause sometimes we wrap up the show and I go, man, I'm, I'm glad people like it. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> just, I'm really thankful yeah. for what it what, yeah. Really thankful that y'all enjoy the show because, you know, it's. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it's a question. Sometimes, am I, are we really doing the right thing? Sometimes, we, yeah, we question ourselves. Um, sometimes I'll go back and listen because I just want to know how it went. And it always goes better than I think. It's always more yeah, fun than I remember that's it being. That's true. So I think we're. We are good at not knowing that that was great. That was a great twenty minutes until we were either it's pointed out to us or we hear it ourselves. Um, and it was. I heard. I went and listened to it last week. That just our final 20, 20 minutes. I was going to make some animation audio for Carter to use because oh. she, she wants to do some new stuff. And I, so I was just like farming it for that. It's not a very visual one though. Like asking. No. I don't know. It didn't work as well. And I'll probably find something else. But it was yeah. it was really entertaining, and I didn't. I thought it was entertaining while we were in the middle of it because I always do, but something about hearing it with fresh ears was like, oh my gosh, what are yeah? I haven't listened back to it. It must, it must have been like I'm still in that mode where I'm like, I believe y'all, but mm-hmm. when I remember back to it, I go, yeah, Ugh, that was ro-. like I don't know. It just doesn't. No, I understand. It doesn't seem that I just, significant. I guess you know, like yeah. it was, I was doing the same thing till I went back. I'm yeah. not saying we should all go back and listen to the show over and I mean, over. it's the way it plays out. Like a lot of the stuff just has to do with the timing or the, you know, the how things roll out or whatever. Yeah. You know? How things yeah. progress. You can't force it. It just kind of naturally comes out that way. Yeah. Like a poo yeah. that needs no paper. Right? Right. Yeah. 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 That's a callback, folks. A clean wipe. A clean wipe. Um, <laughs> I like that John had to clarify, though, that you needed to wipe. <laughs> To find out, he's right. It's a bad. It's a very bad policy to just assume it's clean. Never assume. Never assume. Pants back up. It's It's never worth it because the percentages are terrible. You're not gonna. You're not gonna get. Never. I mean, look. I think we're all grown adults here on the on the show and in the audience. (laughs) It's not helping our case. have Have we all ever? pulled the pants up and lived with that mistake you know, <laughs> Just, i have 100 percent confidence that i took care of everything no nope. yep. no nope. i mean i've definitely done that and saw the result in skid mark and go i'm not gonna trust my judgment on these issues ever again no maybe um, camping or something i may have done that once or twice camping but not not in a civilized that, yeah. space yeah like if you don't have a good access to toilet paper or a shithole or a lake <laughs> um you know then maybe you do it camping 
But yeah, like, yeah, skid marks are a thing. I learned about skid marks as a kid. I saw my dad's skid marks because, you know, we had a laundry room in the basement. You'd see a pile of, you know, oh, just laundry. Oh, and there's just an underwear in there. I've with never seen brown skid, skid marks mark. in reality. And, and when you, I'm grateful for have it. Have you never, I mean, when you're so, a kid, adult skid marks are like, whoa. That's really, that's <laughs> actually kind of scarring. I don't, I'm trying to think of, I, I probably did. Did I? If I blocked it well, I mean, out. we've shit ourselves as kids. It's like, it's not, you know, it wasn't traumatizing, but I, I do remember, I guess it was traumatizing enough that I remember it in my 40s. I'm okay, like, I will say this. Marks. I don't want to freak anybody out on the, because we streamed to Facebook for this as well, and I have family on Facebook. Look, if any of you are my family and you're watching this right now, especially my mom or something, do not freak out with what I'm about to say. But I remember being kind of scarred where at the age of like 12 or 13, I was looking for something in their room, my parents' room, and I found a bottle of lube in there oh, for yeah. my parents. Ew! Now, look, I understand. Everybody uses lube. I get it. It's a thing. It's fine. Whatever. If you haven't left Facebook by now, I'm still going to tell you this. It's something about it being your parents. It's his skid mark. It's her lube. It's the, their thing. It's that whatever. It's his booger. Whatever it is. Well, because you start thinking about Thinking about like, your brain just can't help it. It starts extrapolating, right? It starts like right. You, know. you realize they're regular people, and that's fine. It's okay. They're human, and we should get over it. But when you're kids, they're in a magical place. Your parents, they don't yeah. exist on our plane. They're up here with all the knowledge and whatever. And you learn over time that that's not necessarily true. But I don't want to find your bottle of lube, mom. Yeah, yeah. I love you, mom. But it's okay. It's just it's just lube. It's just lube. Yeah, there's. I think there's an <sighs> age point where like. You're young and naive enough to go, oh, what secrets lurk in my parents' room? I need to investigate and search this out. There is and a time, yeah. There's a shift where your childlike innocence gets brought into the real world, and it shifts, and it becomes, I absolutely do not want to know what is in my parents' room. I have yep. zero desire to explore or investigate, yep. and I shall not be in there. Yep. That is right. That is correct. I would find, for some reason, I found a lot of mints in there. A lot of mints. My dad was really into buying those, uh, you know, the ones with a little blue in the middle? What's that called? Yeah. They're yeah, not lifesavers. Uh, or- they used to call it a thing. Like, they gave it Mentos? a... Retson? Like, blast oh, no. processing. Yeah, Retson. Retson, yeah. Retson, resin? Retson? Retson. 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 Not, definitely not resin. I hope not resin. Yeah, yeah just resin. Yeah, but I'd find, like, a whole drawer body. full of those, It'll and they'd be, be out of the package just laying there, and the whole room would smell like... You know, I'd open the drawer and be like, oh, it's like horrible wintergreen smell. And I don't know why, but that was just, they were everywhere. And I don't remember that being a problem outside of that room. Like, I don't know. I can't explain it. Not certs. It was Retz. Or maybe it was certs with Retson. Yeah, they that was a feature on right. the mint. Like, you could get the basic mint or you could get the mint plus. Yeah. <laughs> Centrifuge uh, had to mute the video until we're done talking about this. I don't really? get why people get squeamish about this That's stuff. a weird like, thing to again, get squeamish about. I watched Saltburn and was like, eh, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> so, like, I mean, maybe I'm just at a point where um, it's like I'm, I'm just – I have thicker skin when it comes to this. But, yeah, it's uh, it, I'm shocked that it bothers people. It shouldn't, yeah. But I don't know. We all have like weird things, you know. Yeah. I heard my parents banging a lot. I saw my dad naked like all the time. Oh gosh, that would kill me. Just because like my my bedroom was opposite the bathroom, 
Yeah. And if my door was open and it was like six in the morning and you'd think I was asleep, but I'm like opening my eyes and I just see like dad dong. Oh, geez. He just go HVAC and through well, there. He's, 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 he's just running from the bathroom to his bedroom to put clothes on. At six in the morning, he's off to work. Whatever. <laughs> what I, I'm, I guess I didn't say anything. I say, dad, I saw your penis this morning. You know. <laughs> Van- sorry banterless lemon in the chat says well i just finished the hardest to eat sandwich i've ever had well i'm glad we could bring that to you i don't know uh, I, it's just it's it's uh roundabouts and turns or whatever like i don't i don't find that stuff kind of gross it's life it's life and we live in it we live but, here yeah and every, people are different so sorry yeah sorry about that, that centrifuge and anyone else who hates it uh that is gonna do it or my mom who's maybe on facebook right now i don't know I love her, though, and I'm going to see her this weekend, and I can't wait to see you, Mom, if you're listening. There you go. Good yeah. recovery. She certainly stayed through all of that to hear that part yeah. of the message. Forget about she the loop. She doesn't listen to the show. Don't worry about <laughs> it, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I Family don't know members that are into your stuff, like, will watch, like, or friends, like Mike, doesn't. Yeah. Not a big lover of video games. Lover of core. He listens. Oh, he likes like, core, does he? Mike does? Yeah, he listens all the time. And oh, doesn't listen great. to Crofton's show, which always pisses Crofton off. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's <laughs> hilarious. That's great. And, uh, you know, it's not about support. It's like, oh, you have a genuinely funny show, so I listen. Nice. But my, my mom, like, loved their Dungeons & Dragons show. But uh, core, is like, nah. Really? She'll never listen. Not like, interested. Even, just like, you want to, like, even two minutes is too much. Just like, oh, it's video games. Ugh. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Well, here's I'm sure the good, your mom's not listening. Here's the good news. If any of you are listening and you have complaints, thoughts, feelings, compliments, whatever they may be, and you want to send them in, there are a number of ways to do it. One, talk to the core at gmail.com. If you like email, that's totally fine. Talk to the core at gmail.com. Or you can text us or voicemail us at 801-471-0462. Huge thanks to those who did. Uh, listen, there's another thing people should do. They should join our Patreon. Why? because it's an amazing place for you to support your favorite video game show. But also it helps the thing stay on the air. Uh, It's literally the the reason that uh, Bo is able to dedicate more of his time to core and to gaming and uh, leave his day job. Yeah, and and buy cat food for Arthur. That's right. How is Arthur going to eat if you don't help core? Oh, boy. (laughs) We're pulling out the... This animal only lives because of your donations. Yeah, but it helps us pay the bills, all that stuff. It's important. And those who do, you guys are awesome. And you also, there's plenty of benefits. You get no commercials ever. You get pre-show content, post-show content. You get these host benefits we talk about, or the monthly uh, bonus shows I mentioned. You also get video game art in the mail. Uh, Stuff you can't get anywhere else. I'm telling you, it's a great place to put uh, your dollar. So go over there and check it out. That's patreon.com slash core show. And frogpants.com slash core for everything else. I think that's going to do it, but Grandma probably should fill us in on what we played today so we don't forget. Grandma, take it away. Well, with all that talk at the end, you might have forgotten your own mental notes about what the boys talked about today. So here's the video games they played. (laughs) Scott played Horizon Zero Dawn. (laughs) Now, you might have wondered what is Horizon New Dawn. Uh Uh-huh. That's just the name he gave Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh-huh. So do a search for that and go, oh, <laughs> that one. <laughs> he then immediately started playing Horizon Forbidden West. Now yep. you might have said, what is Horizon Dawn Forbidden West? Because I heard him say that. It's also <laughs> a made-up game that doesn't exist. <laughs> he yep. also played the shapes... With a Z2 demo. 
Yeah. Oh, right. You know, you may have heard him talk about another game, Shapes with an S. <laughs> that game might exist, but it's not the one he was talking about. Mm. Yeah. Meanwhile, John played Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. He yeah. also played Yakuza Like a Dragon. And Bo played Bulletstorm in VR. Yeah. Wow, Season of Discovery and Baldur's Gate 3. Wow. That's a lot. It's a lot of games. Uh, but we have more to play. And you do too at home. So go play your games. Tell us all about them. Send us your feedback about them. We'll be back next week with a brand new show. Until then, for me, for Bo, for John, we'll see you then. Get more at frogpants.com. Visca, you can't hide from me. Nope.